as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. fuck the eagles right now you know what's crazy is it's so annoying the amount of people that are like trolling me that i know in real life and they're all and it's, and it's, it's, like the lack of creativity annoys me because well, you know what i'm gonna tell you this it's your fault you know why because you cheer for a team that does good every now and again i have no, i don't know that sounds like a that sounds like it's coming from a place that has nothing to do with me <laughs> well it doesn't but it's just well, like it's, well because you see my pain and you're like this is why i don't root for a team but the irony <laughs> of that is that the team that you used to root for hurts you so bad that <laughs> you never be a fan of a team again drop of the dime like and if, if i was a chargers fan especially today hiring kellen moore as your offensive coordinator come on man like i keep saying they're like the cowboys of the fucking AFC. So they go and get the Cowboys OC. <laughs> you know what, though? <clears throat> I'm really upset they didn't go after Joe, Joe, Joe Brady. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I'm re- and I, I really don't like... I mean, I really do like this move, though, for the Chargers. Like, for fantasy, because... I hate it. You know why? Well, I mean, he's going to throw a lot. Well, here's why I hate it. Kellen Moore was good when the defense sucked. Like, that's when they were really, really good. Is, is, is the Chargers defense, I mean, unless they turn around, like, you know, from last year to this year, you know what I mean? But I, I doubt that, you know what I mean? Dude, they signed, remember, it's all those fucking injuries, bro. All those people that they signed over. I mean, minus maybe like a Khalil Mack or like something like that. But most of these guys, they signed for like at least two to three year deals. Yeah. Like, you know, guys like, what's his name? Fucking JC Jackson. I mean, he just happened to be hurt like the whole year. You know, Joey Bosa hurt for like more than half the year. You know, so. For his whole career, you mean? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's shout out some peeps in the chat. So we got Stranger up in the chat. What up, bro? Let's smoke it up. Hey, Sir fuck Bong. the Chiefs. Fuck <laughs> the Chiefs, Stranger. <laughs> Sir Bong's in the chat. What up, bro? What it do? Yeah, dad pen at work. Let's get it. Oh, Dennis in the house, and he said, What's up? <laughs> hey, Phil in the house. Yeah, <laughs> we heard it. We heard it. And Phil in the house. What up, Phil? The two time Hustler Playoff League champ took down two championships this year in the playoff leagues. Good shit, bro. 
Good you shit. go, Phil. Song in the house. What up, bro? What up, Cool MC? What up, Song? Marco from the future. What up? Come here, Trey. Take a bite. Oh, he already gave you a bite. Okay. And Derek, what up, bro? He said, around my area is horrible today. I can't even watch the news. It's like Johnny got shot today. <laughs> but did you hear the Eagles won the Super Bowl? <laughs> and then after every story, no matter what, they're talking about the Eagles. <laughs> I, I mean, bro. How close are you to how close are you to Philly? Hella close, right? I mean, New Jersey. Yeah, he's in, far, he's right? in I think he's in South Jersey. Okay. Or he's and he's because he's originally from North Philly. That's like it's like 45 minutes, basically. Yeah. From Philly to like Jersey, you know what I mean? Hop, skip, and a jump. Because shit, even from like even from like Manhattan. I mean, I'm not talking about traffic, but getting into like New York. Is it only like an hour and some or like maybe like less than three hours or some shit Uh, like that away? Well, when I went from J from JFK to New York, it took me like like an hour and forty five because it was hella traffic. So I, I couldn't tell you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I went from Connecticut to New York City also. That shit took like an hour and change, but it was just like you cross the bridge and everything and you, you realize how close everything is there because it's all these small ass little states and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Minnesota Marty in the house. What up, bro? <laughs> and Niner said heard the Eagles fans were were classless and a bunch of bullies to the Niner fans spitting, throwing things, talking mad shit. I hate Philly fans, go Chiefs. I mean, that's just um. I would not want to go if you're a fan of the other team. Like you just, you better be mobbing hella deep. Like that's just really what it is. Yeah, or be with, or be the homie with all your, be the local that happens to be the Niner, and you're with all your boys, and nobody fuck with you. you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> it'd be like that. Like you know what I mean. Like when I went to the, I told you about going to Game Six and Game Seven. Yeah. The, yeah. And I was, my homie, he was, he's a Lakers fan at the time. And like, someone was talking shit and like went to pull my jacket and it was him. who was like, Hey, he's with me, motherfucker. I can maybe fuck you up. And it was like, all right, all right, all right. We're not messing with any Laker homies. All right. Yeah. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't even about to get into a fight. He just, he's just the type of guy who wants to fight someone. <laughs> you know, what's crazy is these are the type of individuals that would give me money because yeah. These are people that I could easily manipulate because if you're willing to like, you know, like, you know, things can escalate. So essentially you're willing to like risk your life, uh, you know, on some fool who might even be like, cool for real. You know, he's wearing the other colors. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing with gangs and shit. That's how I always thought gangs was stupid growing up, even though like we, you know, even though we ended up, you know, following those same footsteps, it was still the idea of it stupid to me. You know what I mean? Like, I remember I used to hate Crips, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, you know, I meet fools later in life, like, that used to bang and shit, and then, you know, because they, now they're at the point, like, where it's stupid to them, and it's like, you just yeah. laugh, like, man, like, I wouldn't have known you back then, but I would have tried to kill you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Dennis... And vice versa, you know what I mean? Like... Here they go, Dennis. Here, here's the uh, the championship style rings that we got. Shout out to Dennis for taking down the Hustler 8 playoff league. You the man, bro. It's okay, baby. Hey. And Big BS, y'all speak about about the redo play the Chiefs got. What do you think about that? Which one was the redo play that they had? I know there was a lot of fuckery that went on in this game. You remember? You know what he's talking about, Bogey, off the top of your head? And throw it in the chat, Big BS. I think it was in he's talking about that last drive. I, 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 I ain't gonna lie to you. 
I was so sour yesterday, and I think I was even at the point where I was wearing like no shirt. I mean, like, you didn't go. Days. You didn't go back and watch the show. I mean, no, not yet. I haven't had time to. I would though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so funny because I do remember my girl. Like, why does she always come in at the wrong at the right time? Like, she comes in, I'm like strip teasing and shit. She like, <laughs> immediately goes back upstairs. Just like, never mind. He was getting he was getting in his Dean Portman, your best Dean Portman impression from the Mighty Ducks 2. Or no, Mighty Ducks 3, where he gets a penalty and he's like pretty much out for the game and then he starts tripping stripping in the penalty box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and making the crowd go nuts. Yeah, he and the announcer is like, he's got the crowd, especially the ladies, going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, like, I guess for like you know, the chaotic in Britney. <laughs> Otherwise, it was all men. <laughs> and I remember it was Marty. It was so fucking funny. He was like, I've seen people celebrate defeat. Or I mean, deal with defeat in a lot of different ways. He was like, this one's the first for me. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I was, tell- well, I was telling you this already earlier this morning, Hus, but like, you know, my girl's a real diehard fan. She comes downstairs this morning and it's just like, we're, you know, no one's talking because we're trying to be quiet because the kids are asleep. Yeah. And she's getting ready to leave for work and she's walking down the stairs and I'm coming in from the garage hella high already because that's how I deal with it. And she just, she just sees me and goes, well, at least we got our house, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> we had just signed the contract on Saturday. So it's like, hey, things are actually good for us. Like We don't need to be as sad as we are. Well, I mean, it's tough because, like, depending on where you live, your entire life might be based around, like, how good or bad the sports teams do. You know, I mean, that that's why Seattle is, like, I mean, plus the weather up in Seattle, but that's why I Seattle mean, people the thing, are always impressed, right? Like, here's what's funny about Seattle, though, is, like, all their fans, like, they didn't have any fans until 2011, 12, maybe. Nah, like, you can't. I, nah. I'm I'm on record for saying nah, 2005. That well, they made the 90, Super Bowl when they made the I Super Bowl in 2005. That's when a lot yeah, of people started but, coming okay. out the woodworks. Yeah, they got, and then and it was one of the more boring, ugly, you know, Super Bowls where they lost by just you know just super ground and pound. Big Ben had like the worst performance by a winning Ever. QB in the. Yeah, like a Tom Brady esque. Like okay, that Ben Roethlisberger performance goes up there where like Trent Dilford's in the right. Super Bowl. No one really talks about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they just didn't do anything and they won in spite yeah. of them. You know what I mean? It's because so, like, that one was such an uneventful. I mean, Pittsburgh, like I know way back in the day, you know, like people were on them, but they had all those years of like just sucking, you know, and then they get Big Ben and then, you know, they got the bus and well, their defense. But that's the thing though. They were, they were pretty, what, what was their coach's name before the one that, that passed it on to Tomlin? It's the motherfucker with the big chin. Like, what the hell yeah, was his Yeah, because he was one of the most winningest coaches. Like, they weren't a bad team. No, they're always they, good. They're always in the final yeah. four. Like, it seemed like that, but they couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, I, I, what, didn't they get into the Super Bowl in, one, in the 90s? One of them? I don't think so. I know the Chargers no, beat him to go to the Super Bowl. Bill Cower. Bill Cower. Big, Cowher, chin, there you big go. chin, Bill Cower. There we go. Yeah, the chin cower is what yeah. they call them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I couldn't imagine like Bill Cower yelling at you because first off, he put his head all back to where his chin is like right in your face, and he's like hell spitting at you, like when he like talks. And <laughs> his, his chin, his chin gives Edge's chin a run for the money. What up, chaotic? 
But yeah, that, it, yeah, that's for sure. He was <laughs> daddy got a goddamn butthole on his face. Like it was one of those chins, right? <laughs> hey daddy, <laughs> hey daddy, you can blow your nose and wipe your ass all at the same time. <laughs> He said he ain't thought that my chin wasn't. De- what did you say? It wasn't defined. My, my my chin was a little weak. Oh yeah, there you go. Like, I like my chin. I like my chin. <laughs> and then he looks at the he looks at the clip and he loves it. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, this is way more distinguished. <laughs> yeah, Devo said Seahawks got fucked in that Super Bowl. That was. That was just a bad, that whole Super Bowl is like completely out of my brain. That was, I got arrested the day of that Super Bowl. Like it was, and not in San Diego either. Like, man, like we had to, like, luckily I had enough money on where I bought like fucking train tickets from wherever we were in California to like make it down to San Diego. We were like, maybe like, we're, yeah, where was it? They got a train that goes all the way down to Diego? Man, they got a train that goes like from San Diego to fucking Northern California. I mean, I do know, I've rode the train to Humboldt before. Yeah. I know that there's like, I don't think there's one single train that you can like literally ride from San Diego to Humboldt. So you, you might just have... jump from train to train like one of them old school hobos? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd be getting off and waiting for another train. But yeah, I remember in eighth grade, we went on this trip to like Yosemite. And it's funny because it was all the privileged kids who kind of like went to this. I I got sent to it because I was in trouble. And my mom was like, no, you're leaving the house for like a week. And and uh, we took the train. Like, I don't even know where it was. And then we like got on a bus and then we like got back on a train and then like back on a bus to make it all the way to Yosemite. It's like the longest hey. fucking trip ever. Oh, Yosemite. Hold on. Which one is? Oh, Yellowstone is Yellowstone's the one that's in Montana, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yosemite's the one in, like, let me see where it's actually at. It's Northern California, but yeah. let me see. I, I've been to Yosemite before. I went. I remember I went to the sulfur mines. And okay. Because we went camping out there before. Yeah. It says the Sierra Nevada Mountains. Yeah. Hey, listen, bro. Like, Sierra and that whole, and Shasta, like, it's fucking tight out there. Like, if yeah. you're into that type of shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was, which... I was amphibious, like you know what I mean. We land in water, you know what I mean. Yeah, like water skiing and jet skiing and stuff like that. So like we were always in some fucking lake somewhere, you know what I mean. Yeah, hey. I mean the, the coolest thing about going because it was literally like all nerds who was going. I mean not all nerds necessarily, but most of them. There's a couple cool peeps there, whose <clears throat> whose parents. I don't know why they sent them there. Who knows? I, I think I was the only one who was there as like a punishment. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, my hey, mom was so- like. My and mom was like, "Yeah, you're go- you're going to this," and because I think it was like it was like a week of like the va- a week of like the Christmas vacation or whatever, and but yeah, and I was like fo- I was like forced to go. <laughs> well, how, how old were you then? Fourteen. Damn, and you had just got arrested? Oh no 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 no! no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm confusing the stories. My bad. You're confusing the stories. Yeah yeah yeah. That one was in two. Yeah, that one was the day of the Steelers uh, Seahawks Super Bowl. So that was like. Fuck, I don't even know how many years later at that point. Damn, oh, like 2003. Damn, when was that? 2000... 2006. Yeah, oh, 2006. Okay. It was the 2005 season, but the 2006 Super Bowl. Damn, how old was I? I know I turned 18 in 2003. Oh, I was 20. Yeah, I was, 
I was I just turned 20 when that happened. So yeah. you had to be like a year or two older. Yeah. Dang. That sucks. I can't remember why. I'm trying to think, but this whole time I'm trying to think, where was I when I remember watching that Super Bowl and thinking this shit is weak. I didn't even watch it. I was so pissed. Like I, just everything that just happened. Where were you? What what city were you in when you got when they when they when they hemmed you up? I swear it was like in Orange County, like northern Orange County. Oh, okay. Like somewhere. And that's what's crazy because like, yeah, just I was wilding out in 2006. Hey, Orange County used to be like like the porn, like the the porn shoot, like where they shoot all the porns, huh? Yeah, and then it probably like, got like, like in, before like the era of like, you know, people just doing making porns on their their cat their phones, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, come on, man. There's still like hundreds and thousands of like legit Sex. like porn companies, not just yeah. like you know people doing it, but like. But they're like there's like a lot of them it, in OC, right? Yeah, and there still is. And then it was like the Inland Empire. That's where like I'm pretty sure. Okay, I've heard of that. That's like the other. That's like the porn capital of the country, Bye-bye. Inland Empire. Pretty sure. Yeah, because I remember I had, uh, one of my homies was seeing abroad from the OC, and like, like her sister, like one of her sisters was an adult film star, and like. You know, growing up in the OC, like, you know how, like, if you grow up in a football town, your aspirations are to, like, be a football player? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, this was, like, one of the aspirations for, like, women growing up in the OC, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get I, I'm, I'm gonna get into adult film. <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, man, they might as well be playing a professional sport. You know, for certain women, still got to work your way up to it. Got to work in the minor leagues first. And then maybe you get up to like, you know, a big, big company and then you're at the top and then, yeah. And then it's over. And then you got to work on something else after. Like I would imagine like for men, like, like, like if I, like for me personally, I love, I I love fornicating. I mean, clearly I have hella children. (laughs) So you could tell I get some fornicating in, you know what I mean? And like, I would imagine if they could pay me to fornicate, I would love that job, I would imagine. You know what I mean? Well, you could do that without being a porn star. I mean, they got clinics for that. For real? What? Don't act like you don't know that. <laughs> no, not sperm banks. I'm talking about getting paid. For it. <laughs> I'm talking about getting paid. For it. <laughs> I know. I'm fucking with you. Because <laughs> I was no, watching like, the Waynes. I went all the way through the Waynes, and Marlon's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get some work in today, going over to the sperm bank. <laughs> I mean like okay I, I remember my cousin he was like he needed some money and, and he's like alright bro I want to go like do blood work like sell blood like you know when you go like to the blood bank and you know what I mean yeah like you went to the sperm bank and like he got denied cause he had to answer these certain questions and like he, you know what I mean and I was like oh yeah, he didn't God. see road trip come on man like where he's like sex in the last 24 hours he's like I did. I guess I'm out because <laughs> I had sex last night with a girl. <laughs> no, he's a girl. <laughs> oh, man. Chaotic said my coworkers are listening to me giving me the look. <laughs> throw, up a, throw one of your AirPods in, Chaotic. <laughs> hey, listen, we're just, Don't make us embarrassed at work. work. They're probably even more disgusted. Like, listen. The vulgarity of of him, and he's holding the baby, <laughs> <laughs> and she's wearing a little Kittle jersey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know why? Because oh, did you see what Kittle said after the game? Yeah, he's like what? They're like, so how do you feel about the outcome of the game? And he's like, well, no, no, no. They said, how do you feel about losing the game? Oh, losing the because of not having a quarterback. 
Yeah, it feels pretty fucking shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, we're throwing the kittle on today. Just earn, earn. You know what's funny? Like, people don't understand how hard yeah, it is yeah. to get there. Like, pe- people don't understand how hard it is to get there, right? Like, okay, one of my best friends, a shout out to my man, Herb the Block. You know what I mean? He, he's a diehard Eagles fan. You know, grew up, he liked Warren Moon. You know, he's a couple years older than me. Marco said, do they say thanks for coming when you leave the sperm bank? <laughs> I wouldn't know because I've always smoked weed. So I would always be, I mean, uh, just because of road trip, I always assumed because I smoked weed, I'd always be I disqualified. Mean, I guess that goes back to like what I was saying. Like, man, they, they can pay you to jack off. <laughs> Unless you're, unless you're, what's his name? Stifler, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, then they pay you to get some other things done to you. Oh yeah, Marty. And how about that? He said, Kelsey is, he's like, <coughs> Kelsey is the goat for calling the Cincy mayor a jabroni. He was like, he was like, yeah, to the mayor of Cincinnati, you need to ro- know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> this is Arrowhead. <laughs> hey, I didn't know that the that the Rock wasn't the first one to use jabroni in wrestling. No. Yeah, because well, I wasn't. The, yeah, the I mean, Iron Sheik. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, jabroni is like an old ass, like you know, like that's like a swag, like pimpish word, you know, like I mean. It's it's coming yeah, like like a jab like like you jab turkey yeah turkey, jabroni yeah exactly because I've heard even Stone Cold Stone Cold said jabroni in one of his things like long before he even came to WWF and before The Rock ever said it. Wow, The Rock just took it to the next level. The jabroni beating pie eating. What was it? The Jabroni Hotel or what? the SmackDown Hotel? Oh, the SmackDown Hotel. That's what that was. Yeah. On Jabroni Street. Yeah. <laughs> Turn that right on Jabroni Drive and t- check your ass into the SmackDown Hotel. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, first you're going to go on to Know Your Old Boulevard. Hang that right onto Jabroni Drive. <laughs> man, The Rock's a fool, man. <laughs> the Rock is a fool. Yeah, you know what's crazy? It's like, man, The Rock, I think The Rock knows that wrestling is getting to a certain that WWE like okay watching that thing yesterday it was a trip when you see Cody Rhodes come out right uh-huh and the the super pop he gets right yeah and yeah. i remember cuz i remember when my oldest daughter was like 6 7 years old that's when she was she used to watch wrestling and, and Cody Rhodes like, got no pops when he came no out no pops like him <laughs> zero you know, it was all about like Daniel Bryan and like Cody, you know, they all came in at the Cause you're same talking time. like what, like 2012, 13, like around that kind of time ish. Yeah. 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 Right and when the, that's so right around the time where the WWE network came into existence. Came out. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, it's just so crazy. Cause I'm like, dang, this is wrestling now. You know what I mean? Like, and then, you know, like, it's kind of funny. Cause we got like, it, it's morphed into like, it's still gimmicky, but it's just like, it's, it's different now. Like, you know, like the names are all made up, and like before it was all about alliterations. Like, you know, what I mean, yeah. you'd be like, you know, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, or you know, what I mean, yeah. but now it's like the dentist. Your name is Bobby Lashley. Like, just yeah. these made up names that don't. You know what I mean? Like, at least Cody Rhodes is actually Cody His Rhodes. His name. His name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and like, 
And maybe it is because Hey, of- Crispy, what up? He said, well, I said, what up, children? I thought I shouted you out earlier. My bad, Crispy, what up? Hey, what up? What up, Dad? And Niner said, y'all had a bunch of views on the Royal Rumble stream. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, see, that's why I like doing the the the, the wrestling watch-alongs. Because there's, pro- I mean, I can almost guarantee there's more wrestling fans in the world than fantasy football fans. You know, I mean, I know fantasy football is worldwide, but wrestling's been like world going worldwide since... I mean, shit, since like Mike Tyson and all that, that's probably when they started really getting like worldwide, you know, outside of North America anyways. And Marco said, is Jabroni the brother of Zamboni? (laughs) (coughs) Yeah, and I'm going to tell Bogey again when he comes down here. I don't know if you got Paige. She's uh, one of the, like, I think she might be one of the original like diva, like champions. But yeah, what is that? Wrestling with my family or whatever. If you guys haven't seen that, even if it's just to get like, just to see the scene with The Rock, because it is, it is, it was put on by Seven Bucks Production, The Rock's production company. And it's like the whole backstory of like Paige and her family and all that. And, and it shows the, it shows a scene when they actually get to meet The Rock backstage. And he just (laughs) gives her some advice, but just goes full force with the promo. And uh, man, it's awesome. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. All right, let's smoke this bowl. And I mean, that a lot of une- a lot of uneventful news today, but we'll get to some of it. Oh yeah, so Bogey, there's this movie. It's called Wrestling with My Family. So did you ever see Paige? With she was in the WWE, probably around. She might have been like breaking in around. Yeah, the yeah. Time I, re- I was still watching. Yeah, yeah. I remember Paige. Okay, so I yeah, mean, her whole yeah, her whole family had like in in England or wherever the fuck they're from. They had a whole wrestling promotion like out there, and she'd been wrestling since she was like three years old, you know, pretty much, and their whole family and stuff. And The Rock was one of the people who got to who knew her like very very early, like in the game, and kind of kind of helped her in a little bit. And uh, the, and then his movie production, Seven Bucks Production, they made a whole biopic like around her. And uh, oh, The nice. Rock, his, his couple cameos in there. And they show when she actually got to go to a WWF of a WWE event. And they met The Rock backstage. And he hits him, he hits him with the classic promo. <laughs> nice. And look at the blow up Look at it. Yeah. Whoa. And that said, Charlotte and Ric Flair too. Hell yeah, man. Charlotte Flair. Like she was a few years. Like Paige is one of the people who like, who kind of like changed the diva like around like she wasn't just like a diva um, but yeah when charlotte came out i mean then they like literally when charlotte was in there and all that they changed it from the divas championship to the women's championship because uh, they really felt like the women's title should hold a little bit more respect yeah and not be all gimmicky yeah yeah because like the early two th- i mean that's it's funny because that's like whenever white people get a hold of our slang you know what i mean yeah, and you know, what I'm and if I felt like it was like that, you know, divas is really popular. <laughs> Let's call them divas. Yeah, what do you think of that, Stephanie? <laughs> is that what they're calling them, right? Because <laughs> I have no idea when they even changed that shit around. Because like you know, 2001? back in the- 2001, nah, I feel like it was after that because it was still the women's championship during Raw and. I mean, during the Attitude Era and all that shit. Like, even though it was hella gimmicky back then, it still was called the Women's Championship. Huh. What up, Antonio? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it. It, it was between 2001 and 2010 somewhere. Wasn't, that, like for sure. Because wasn't China already like a diva? They were calling them divas, but it wasn't the diva championship. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So June 6, 2008. That's when it got. That's when it got introduced. Wow. So I was way off. But they were calling yeah. them divas already. Right. That's yeah. They referred to the rest, the women wrestlers, as divas, but it wasn't officially the divas title or whatever. Yeah, I bet you China worked hella stiff when it, you know what I mean. Like whenever she was like the ballet. Yeah. Why not? Just who's in the balls and like you know what I mean. Yeah. Hit foods with a chair for real. Like she was, she she wasn't weak. <laughs> you know what I mean. But see, I mean, I mean, you can even hear it like on some of Stone Cold's podcasts, like. The men respected her because of like shit. I mean, she could fucking, <laughs> she could deadlift like more weight than, you know, some of these wrestlers. And so like, mm-hmm. just that, like her being like a damn near bodybuilder, like got respect, but stone cold. I mean, he even said it. He was like, I sold for her. Like there was, there was a handful of times when, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like when it came to her, him giving her the stunner, there's no, there's no question about that. Let me go. Help yeah. He'll kick her right in the gut tree. You know what I mean? <laughs> And that is crazy, huh? Because you can't like, like imagine how what an outrage that would be right now, if like a man clotheslined a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah, here you go, son. Bend down. Here. Big dog bite. Bye. Here. You don't want this one? What's cheese? It's cheese right there. It's cheese sticking out, Molly. What's wrong with that? Cheese. It's the same thing, they got it. China was on them roids, huh? She was on them roids. I bet you she had one of them giant clits. <laughs> she had a squidward clit. You know what I mean? You want milk? What'd you say about China taking steroids? I probably shouldn't repeat that joke. All right, let's not repeat it. But, uh... <laughs> but I will. I mean, I probably shouldn't, but I will. I said. She probably had one of them giant clips, you know what I mean? Well, and seeing, like, because of Playboy and all that kind of stuff, like, I actually worked. It was a, main, oh, yeah, a mainstream, store. mainstream DVD store, but it had a porno section still. It was, like, one of these ones I got grandfathered in in San Diego because they were around so much. And yeah. the China video was there. And let me tell you, just like looking at the, the front cover and back cover, I was I was not interested in watching the video. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's nothing against her. I mean, beauty is beauty, right? I'm just not into that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, trust me. I, there was a whole bunch of freaks that were coming in there and the kind of stuff that they watched. But yeah, they to each his own. The motherfucker came in wearing a DX shirt. You're like, oh yeah, he's about to rent that thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was a hardcore fan. He was like, I gotta see it. And Derek said, I remember China, Sable, and Jacqueline. And was oh, Jacqueline was the black she was the black chick. Yeah, and man, she had like she was just a badass. What yeah. was damn it? I'm trying to think of the one that was on the glow. Yeah, because I mean, now that I think about it, what they had like three, four. Who was the woman in the in the in the in the nineties? It was funny because they actually like they if you go back to the women's wrestlers in the nineties, it was super legit, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't remember her name. She was a blonde chick, but she was like she was the women's champion, and then she went to WCW, and they had the whole program where she took the belt and threw it in the garbage. Wasn't it Sunny? No, 
Sunny was she was a valet, like this was a full on wrestler, like running power bombs and like you know what I mean, like super flexes, super flexes off the top rope, like it was like super legit wrestling, you know what I mean. And then they got into like the cat fighty stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I was like, yeah, it was just like say, oh, Miss Eli- no, not Miss Elizabeth. Fuck, what no, the hell was her name? <laughs> Damn I it. Because, I, 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 I mean, she was the one who brought the belt and threw it in the trash and, like... Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck was her name? Because then, like, the women's wrestling was super legit back then. Like, you would have, like, one or two matches per pay-per-view, you know what I mean? And it was, like, rare you would see them on, like, a Monday Night Raw or whatever, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of funny because they were still, like, backseating the women like like crazy. But, you yeah. know, but you had this whole title belt. And there's probably only about like six or seven wrestlers that I can like like remember like in my head like not their names but like like I remember they had this big girl she was hella big but she was just she was just wail on on these broads dude like uh-huh. I was like why isn't she winning every match you know I mean? yeah is it Blaze something Blaze I, I'm trying damn it what the hell was it Blaze her name I might have just been Blaze oh Medusa. It was Medusa, right? She was, well, she was Medusa when she came to WCW. Is that what that was? No, I think she was Medusa in WWE. Oh, Alundra Blaze. There you go. There Alundra you go. Blaze. And then it was Medusa. There we go. That's yeah. what the fuck it was. Yeah. Yeah. When she was Blaze, she was like super dope. Yeah. Like, you, like they're Marco, really. There we go. Yeah. Shout out to Marco. Yeah. Not Trish Stratus. She was just around in Tudera and then. And Wap- see, that's the thing, too. That. Trish Stratus came from that pun, pun intended from that stratosphere you know what i mean right she went through the wrestling schools and she was a legit wrestler like she's actually got a wrestling school yeah yeah like even a and, it was, and it was her and lita they were the first ever like women's match to main event like a raw yeah just a raw I event mean, and fucking that never happened before that and now they got you know they've wrestlemania that was crazy too because lita was lita was dope too yeah, well, I mean, because her and Trish were doing all the fucking high-flying shit, and they were having, like, yeah. legit, le- real legit matches. Matches, yeah. Yeah, Because like Le- it wasn't just the catty, like, you know what I mean? Like, the catty. They, they actually made it to where women got more than three-minute matches. Because before, mm-hmm. the women's matches were just, like, a bathroom break or a time to go yeah. hit the, yeah, that's literally what, like, they talk about yeah. that as in the beginning. Or, uh, they call it, or like, they, like, they use the women's matches as, like, soft openers or, like, the, the free hour before the paper scrambles. Remember back in the day? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, there was never no talks of no women's Royal Rumble. You didn't even have that many women to sustain, like, like, like a 10-man battle royal back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, and I mean, it, I, I don't even know when it... I'll look it up to see when it first happened. But, yeah, it took them a long time to be able to do those kind of things. Yeah, but... how did it how did it work when they split up the shows, right? And they uh-huh. had Raw and SmackDown. You know, because that's when they really had these crazy rosters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I remember I wasn't watching wrestling anymore by this time. It's probably like the 2008, nine era or whatever. But I remember my, my boy, I was at my boy's house and they were getting down on the SmackDown. And it was a SmackDown, yeah, Raw, the Raw versus, it was like SmackDown yeah. versus Raw or whatever. Yeah, they like, started doing fantasy drafts for like, yeah. they got to like pick the stable, you know? Or- exactly. No. And like, I mean, see, I wasn't watching, but I was just like, dang, there was hella foods. Like, you know what I mean? And I get it because they had, had absorbed, like, WCW. So it's like, you yeah. know what I mean? And they absorbed ECW. And so it's just like, yeah. now 
you know, the life after the alliance, it was like, okay, we're gonna split the shows up because we got so many fucking. You know, yeah, because I mean, you couldn't. Yeah, because I mean, you go back to like when SmackDown first came into existence in like 2000. You had Sunday Night Heat, you had Monday Night Raw, and then you had Thursday Night SmackDown. They they stopped doing the the Saturday night shows like at that time, but it was and like the, a and lot the of Thursdays the... were were really filmed on Tuesday, right? And then aired Thursday, on but Thursday. Raw was live earlier in the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and they I think they're at live that same day. Yeah. Well, so not I mean, live, but they would permit premiere it. Right. And then they're going and then the rest of the week, it's like, cause then they got to do their taping just for like those three days or whatever. And yeah. then it's like, and then the rest of the week, they're just doing house shows. Yeah. And, but if you remember back then it was like, you know, I mean, that's still when the rock and Kurt Angle and triple H and mm-hmm. stone cold. And so, I mean, most Jericho. of those storylines, it was always like, a half hour for sure like 25 percent of like the show was still whatever storyline is going on between like the top dog whoever was the champion or chasing the champion i always thought it was funny because it was like like when i was in high school or like junior high and i was you know my my dad watches he'd sit and watch wrestling with me here and he would just talk shit all these guys in their underwear doing a ballet (laughs) and he'd be like how come when a guy runs out and he's going to beat the guy up, they're going to play his music? And I was just like, the stupidest observation, but it's like, I'm about to run out, whoop his ass. Hey, keep my music. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you hear the fucking stone cold shit. You hear the glass break, and it's like, you're looking around, and oh, no, where is he? See, at least Stone Cold would, like, sneak up on a motherfucker, right? Like, oh, he's coming out of the crowd. Like, you know what I mean? Like, No, nah, I mean, not that often. I mean, yeah, you want to... I mean, you know, you hear the music, you look, you immediately look to the, to the fucking Titan Tron where the ramp is at, right? Yeah, well, he may not be there. Yeah, exactly. But you got to have the music, though, because, like, how else is the everybody in the crowd going to know what the fuck's happening? Yeah, that, that is true. But I'm just saying, it's, just, it's such a stupid observation for my pops to have, like, you know, if you're gonna beat a guy up, you don't you don't telegraph with your music. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's not real. But that's even that's even a part of that's even a part of wrestling commentary. Oh, he telegraphed that one, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think The Rock, all his moves were funny to me because they were all telegraphed. You know? Well, I mean? like even his punch. Like you yeah, remember the punch, punch where he like winds up or whatever. It sucked in the mm-hmm. video games because like in the video yeah, games like. The, yeah, the time is it's winding up. You're getting hit. <laughs> or like even you know when he does the kick, like the stomp. Yeah. Kind of does like a little Elvis shimmy. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> yeah, Dennis. I remember when Sting joined the NWO. So I didn't watch WCW back then, but I, I've gone back and I've watched all these things, you know, on the WWF network or WWE network since. And yeah, that's crazy, man. WCW was pretty solid back in the day. I mean, the quality of the wrestling was really terrible as far as, like, because it was all the old guys. But what yeah. was cool about WCW is their young guys, those matches were phenomenal. Like, Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho. And so here's what, I, like, like here's what I... Like, here's what Go ahead. Here's what I was doing, like, back then. Because, like, I wanted to go through the whole, like, Nitro era. Yeah. And, like, just, you know, from, like, literally the, the week of NWO coming. I watched like every Nitro, but I'd be fast forwarding it until I saw someone that I recognized. And it was always like with the, when I kept stopping, yeah, it was the Chris Benoit's and the Dean Malenko's and fucking yeah. Chris Jericho. I mean, that's crazy, man. How did Chris Jericho not get any love? 
like in WCW and like all the spots that I'm watching him in were good. Yeah, it's like, I mean, and it was just, they had it down packed, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, cause all, like for Dean Malenko is like, you know, he was a, a submission artist. So everything he did was like geared yeah. towards submissions, right? Yeah. You know, the man, the man of a thousand holds, right? Then Jericho was like, oh, it was all high spots. You know what I mean? Like, you know, middle, the, the line salt from the middle, the mid rope, you know, to the fucking, the running bulldog and, you know, everything was, and, and, and even his, his, his lion tamer or the walls of Jericho, whatever they, I think they call it the lion tamer back then. In WCW, I think. Yeah, yeah WCW. And like, he would stand and have you like on your neck and put the knee in your back. Like, yeah. it was legit. It looked like you were really getting fucked up by that. Cause that's still fuck. And like, I remember he, like Ray Mysterio is like a contortion. Uh -huh. So like, you know, uh, I remember there was an interview he, when Ray Mysterio was on Jericho's podcast. Well, I don't know if it was Jericho, but he would, Ray Mysterio was saying, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, when he, he put that lion tamer on me, I said, really crank that thing back. Yeah. Cause you know, he's a contortionist. So he could like, yeah. you know, you could bend them all the way back and he, he ain't tripping. So he was just, bro, like, <laughs> all on his shit, man. I was like, Damn. Antonio said, remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Mud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only I had Bobby Boucher on the roster yesterday. Uh. Uh. Anyways. <laughs> I love my mama very much now, you know that. <laughs> oh, man, classic stuff. All right, let's get into some of this news and uh, let's just rip the Band-Aid off here. So Brock Purdy... Injured his, what is it, the ulnar UCL. collateral? What is it? The Oh, it's UCL. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah. UCL, six-week recovery time. So, I mean. That's, that's why he couldn't rip the ball. I knew it immediately. I was like, oh, he got the Josh Allen fucking Aaron Rodgers. Fucking, he, he got the Josh Allen Aaron Rodgers joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least it ain't like Stafford's. They said there's Stafford's. more. They said there's more tests to come over the next couple yeah. days, but. Before Hopefully this week is over, he'll probably have a surgery and we'll hear exactly what it, you know, everything. Yeah, if, I mean, if it's ruptured, obviously they'll, they'll, you know, they'll do surgery, but, and I mean, just for everybody, I was saying this already yesterday, I don't know if I was saying this on the pod, but just everybody get ready to hear all the Tom Brady to the 49ers talk now. It's going to get loud, you know what I mean? Yeah. <coughs> yep. And, but someone who we know did have surgery, Justin Herbert, Underwent shoulder surgery for that that labrum that's been fucking him up all year, and uh, I said it's not supposed to be a long recovery. He's expected to be there for all the off season yeah. activities. Not, not, throwing, not throwing arm too. You know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's smoke it up, sir. Bongs a lot. Yeah. Baby, that bong, 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 bong. That bong, 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 bong. There's a surgery, it'll be in a few weeks. They wait for the swelling to go down first. Yeah, I mean, seeing like, yeah, for someone like Brock, I mean, if it's only going to be, you know, less than a two month like timetable or whatever for rehab, like, yeah, there's no rush to do it like this week or anything. Sooner, oh. the sooner the better, always though. Yeah. Oh, Niner said he heard possibly Tommy John. I don't know about that because yeah. like Tommy John is when it would go. The Tommy other John's way. overtime. Yeah, and what did he go in the other way? I mean, I guess he has been throwing the ball like a lot because he played like you know full full load in, in college, but I don't know. I mean, he's way too young to have Tommy John, bro. 
You know what I mean? Nah, well, see, that's the thing. Like, I mean, it's really not about being young or old because it is something it's about, over it's time, about the right? wear and tear. You're right. It's not about the age, it's about the wear and tear. Right. And it's really going so hard that you just snap your shit out of place almost, you know, or just like ripping your shit because you're going so hard. Because just like throwing overhand is not a natural motion. Like if you look at your arm and you're mm-hmm. like, you just put your arm straight, you can see your elbows all turn, you know, yeah. like, like under, like underhand. It's crazy because like women who pitch in like softball or whatever, like baseball, maybe you throw like a hundred, 120 or 30 pitches a game, like at max. But these women can throw like 200 times, yeah. but it's because it's a natural motion though. Like, like your arm, like literally, well, and, you know, it goes that way. I mean, you know, you could throw the ball, right. Or yeah. you could like, you know, Cork your body while you throw it and you'll get more velocity right so it's like yeah. you know they just found ways to perfect like like throwing a fucking curveball or a knuckleball or like you know it's just amazing yeah. like you know what i'm saying i mean who was that one there was a pitcher i like mind you i don't know too much baseball there's a pitcher he's dumbass tall he's throw sidearmed you know i mean there's about? a lot of them but you might be thinking about randy johnson yeah randy johnson he's the one that hit the bird yep yep exactly yeah and he got tommy john and like that, 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 what is it called? Well, I the mean, thing with Tommy John now, you might as well like consider that like, <laughs> like it, it almost makes you come back stronger than when you got it. So it's like, unless you're a big Ben Rapist Burger, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I don't, you know, because not, it not everybody different. handles it the same, but well, I mean, like, when, because when he came back from that top, that, that, you know, that, the, the 2019 and 2020 and 21 season, like, he cannot, he could not throw like, you know, it's more different. Than 12 yards. I mean, it's different when you're pushing 40 also, you know, Good like point. if you get that same, you know, surgery when he's 25, 26, 27, it's probably a lot different than what it is then. His love handles were way bigger at that age than when he was in his twenties. Huh? Yep. Randy Johnson, dude, that that's a crazy motherfucker too. I remember he was, uh, he was, he, they came into town at the diamondbacks and yeah, uh, I'm like right in like the home run territory. And like Randy Johnson's like warming up. With yeah. someone he's not pitching that day but he's just getting in his long toss is what yeah. they call it when he's working out the arm and i'm screaming at him like as he's done i'm like throw me the ball <laughs> and he threw it to me and i caught it i'm like 12 or, i'm like 12 or 13 when this is and this, this like, randy yeah and it's randy johnson oh, yeah. and i'm like hey can you sign it and he like points down to like the uh, he like points yeah, to, down to yeah, the, go down to the fucking thing yeah so i fucking sprinted <laughs> i sprinted all the way down and he, there was a sea of people waiting for him and he came up to me first and signed it that's what's up yeah it was super dope that's tight and he's fucking tall as fuck like yeah i would say that and 6 11 like some shit like that yeah because his fucking and like the torque that he got on that sidearm throw was like nasty dude yeah and he's like, a lefty lefties are already like harder yeah. to hit is there is there a lot is it a lot more common to see left-handed pitchers these days like are they sought out so like, i think like if you're still, a really good lefty are they are they seeking you out is that like oh yeah for like, yeah for sure i mean they bring in people to be like to literally come into a game to get like one out like mm. you could be that like literally just like a matchup because like having lefties in your bullpen is like a matchup play so like, like a d like like a dh but for pitching well i mean kind of it just depends on who it is but there uh, you get a lot of lefty specialists like where they're where they're coming in in certain situations in the game i bet you they call them lefty too and dennis lefty, yeah get in there i still have the ball but I was also a dumbass, and there's other signatures on it besides just his. Because <laughs> so, I just wasn't. But I still have it. Yeah, I'm I sure you could. I'm sure you could wipe those other signatures off. 
<laughs> just white them out somehow. <laughs> well, I mean, because well, that lessens the value of it, right? Well, yeah, and I mean, I'm not gonna try to. I mean, at this point, there is no selling it with all the other names and shit on it. But um, nobody, nobody would want it. It's just sentimental value at that point. If it was just his, if it was just his his signature on it, then it's way different. My sister, my older sister, went back when Jeff Garcia was w- with the Niners. He was like going through like a something with his wife. I forget. So they're like separated, and then like he took my sister out. <laughs> okay. And, and he, she, she got my dad a ball signed by that entire team. Tight. Yeah. See, it's cool if you get the entire ball signed, if it's like a really dope team. You yeah, because that year we, we weren't, we, yeah, fuck those years. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know what? We can almost relate it to the Sandlot, right? Because he had the, the ball that was just signed by Babe Ruth. But yeah. then the other dude, he had, you know, the, uh, the ball that was signed by the whole murderer's row. And seeing yeah. at first, you know, like more signatures, I mean, that's a bad thing. But when it's that team, yeah, <laughs> that's like a whole different story. Isn't that crazy how much like, like if you matter, now you, you, you putting your name on something makes that thing valuable. Like, yeah. I think that's why the universe don't want me to get famous yet, because then you're going to see all kind of shit floating around, like, like the, the autographed iPhone charger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm just gonna I'm gonna be on eBay selling all my shit. Like, bro, you know my I sign things and they buy it, bro. You know what I mean? The fucking the toilet paper roll. You know what I mean? Two ply. You know what I'm saying? And just, boy, how much you go for? Two racks, bro. <laughs> I just went in. Stranger right. said Burrow and a woozy were three to four weeks between their injuries and surgeries, so the swelling would go down. Okay. Yeah, Burrow. I mean, what's crazy that made sense too for for Kyler Murray, right? Yeah, that's why it didn't happen like right away. Yeah, but also because like you know he wanted to dick him too, though. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like he waited a good minute. He's not dicking him by waiting. It's probably better. Like as late as he got it. Probably shouldn't play the whole the whole year, especially if they're in a rebuilding ish mode. And you know that's true. Yeah. And so segue just to segue back to the news, the main so it looks like Sean Payton ain't gonna get the job with the Cardinals because they're requesting to interview Luan Rumo. Okay. DC from the, the Bengals. Okay. And he's probably gonna take that job, dude. You know what I mean? Because it's like he's kind of a no-name guy who made noise the past two years. There's right. only 32 of these gigs. So, right. he, of course, he'll grab it. And that's what's crazy, too, because it's like, man, that's going to change the whole culture over there. Because it's like when you're it's been, defensive, all, it's been all offense since what? Even yeah. before Arians wasn't still all offense. Maybe he maybe he finds a, 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 a young, innovative offensive coordinator. But then it's like, you know, if and when they have success, what happens to those motherfuckers? They get jobs. Yeah, you know they, get, I mean? they get moved up. And damn it, stranger. He said, Bogey, no, not Ludini. <laughs> I'm just is saying, there, bro. Like, like, their offense is on point, but I've been saying it like this year, last year. Like, their defense is hella mm-hmm. underrated. I don't know why people are sleeping on their defense like that. Look at the second half adjustments. Like, they made even last, even in yesterday's game. Like yeah. the game is tight. They, they held them down so, so their offense can come back to tie it. But then it's like these fucking just untimely penalties. Yeah. And like even the Osai, like, okay, I, I don't like the narrative that people are like, well, he we lost the game because of him. You know, bro, he wouldn't he wouldn't have made that field goal. I, I've seen him kick 61 yarders. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean that 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 may have been like the straw that broke the camel's back, but there was a lot of mistakes like before that. We were Just calling them out that, as they were happening. I mean, like there was a flag on the return, moves them up like fifteen, right? Yeah. Then there's then there's that redo. I mean, there was multiple the flags that they got on third down that extended drives for the that and that specific drive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was third. It was three and nine when he was trying to scramble to the outside and then he hits him. You know what I mean? Oh, and, and, and we totally, we, we got off, we got off track and they were asking earlier. So the redo play was the one where they said that the players didn't hear the whistle and mm. they got like extra time to fucking like literally like redo the play. See, and that's stupid because it's like, that's them physically putting the time back on the clock too. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, okay. I remember that now. Yeah. That's, yeah I, I mean, but see, here's the thing. There's just, I, I mean, I guess you could throw that in the pot. Like, like, okay, look at it. I'm. It wasn't just. It wasn't just one mistake. No, it wasn't just it wasn't. one call. Like, I mean, and, and then like, okay, like, look at the night. Like, people. There's a lot of people complaining about the refs today. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just. This is. What was different? You know, refs are always like shitty. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, what? Like we didn't see any fucking plays like the Miami, uh, not Miami, like the uh, the Minnesota the fucking Rams or anything. Like we didn't see any like PIs not get called that were clear PIs or like a lot of ticky tack, a lot of ticky tacky stuff. But yeah, I like, know, it's I all mean, on display. Like there's more eyes watching these games than any other games in the year. For sure. I mean, but see, at, at least then they stay consistent, right? Because like they're shitty when no one's watching these games. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like it's just you you're never gonna get these perfect calls. But but also too is like 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 okay, like I said, the lack of the, the lack of creativity with all with all the, my homies that are fucking with me today, right? Uh-huh. Like one of them it was like a meme sent me a meme and I've seen this meme going around. I'm like, oh, oh, you thought you're original sending me this meme, right? But it was like what it was like, what's the excuse? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or or 49ers, what's your excuse now? Or you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, is it excuse? excuses or what actually happened yeah you know what i mean yeah like you know what i'm saying like when brock went down you thought i was pissed i was like oh that's it like that that's fucking it you know what i mean like yeah it was already amazing that we got that far with a third string guy and that's what's funny too is like you know you know how i am i'm not, i wasn't gonna anoint nobody you know what i mean i mean i you know i already did that with lance and that didn't you know what i mean yeah where i was like yeah, so I'm just you know I I'm stay even cool with my expectations and like, I mean, what do people? What should people expect? Like, we we should be grateful that we got that far, dealing with all the adversity. I mean, we went from Lance to Jimmy to Brock. You know what I mean? To Josh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We like we were in the NFC Championship with Josh Johnson. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like it was we were not gonna win. Yeah. As soon as he got hurt, I was like, all right, that's it. Now, like, we would need like defensive. Like, our defense was already getting got. So it was like, you know what I mean? It was just one of those things. Like, ah, bogey in the matrix. And so Sir Bong said, Nolan Ryan was that dude. And this is hilarious. And then Peacock was like, I got two cousins named after Nolan and Ryan, literally Nolan and Ryan. And they're always hanging out. <laughs> That's I'm funny. Back. There we go. Back in it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Sir Bong's Greg Maddox was another dude that all finesse. That's crazy. Cause not too many finesse pitchers really went out there and dominated and Greg got hella finesse. Yeah. Where it's like every pitch is just fucking like, and that's the thing too. If, if, well, I'm pretty sure why people don't like baseball. Cause it's like, it's like a chess match, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's the literal only sport where one move, everyone's paying attention to every move that is made. Yeah. Right. 
when yeah. the pitcher has the ball, everyone's looking at the pitcher. And when he throws the ball, the guy's swing. You know what I mean? It's just, it's one action after another. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like that's the only sport. I mean, you know, and Sven is actually, he actually explained this one time on, on, cause I used to do his baseball podcast with him. I didn't know shit about baseball, but he's like, bro, you just a hella funny on the show. Just come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, you know, he would have, so he would have questions, right? Yeah. I was on there to like, I was called the baseball. My name was the baseball dummy on there because I didn't know shit. So I would ask the questions that might seem dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like for example, you know, it was it was a real big Go ahead, pick it up and take a bite. Yeah, you can. This dude came all the way down and told me I need a bite. <laughs> you hold her remote? See? I can't tell him is that an excuse because it's just what happened, right? <laughs> yeah, Antonio said I was drunk and I saw it go from fourth down to third down. Shit confused me. Yeah, because I mean, we were in the, the show, we were like, what the fuck happened? It was like fourth down, now it's third down again. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, you're talking about when the Chiefs had the ball, right? Well, yeah, that uh, the what's it called? The, the, the redo play. The redo, yeah. When they got I to mean, redo their play. And you know what's crazy? It's like, We've been joking about things being rigged and stuff like that, or at least like I, I make fun of people that say it's rigged. Yeah, and it's like, damn, you know, this this that type of shit. It what makes people swear it's rigged? Yeah, for sure, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all oh, the halls. Oh, I told you, bro. The NFL don't want the Bengals. They're, they're they're a small market team, bro. They used to be the Chiefs, bro. Like you know what I mean? I've heard it all yesterday. It's it's funny. Well, and I guess it's like okay. When you, when you look at like Josh Johnson, for example, like it's different when Brock Purdy gets his ass whooped and like, you know, gets smashed and all that, but like him not coming back in, there'll be the people out there say, Oh, it's rigged. Like, that's why he didn't come back in. And then like, Oh, it's rigged. Cause Josh Johnson, like <laughs> had a perfectly thrown like ball in his face, but like, he just fumbled it and gave it to the other team. Like there's all these little things that people could go on, but like, I think people forget too, like <laughs> the nerves like, you know, just the anxiety of everything going on. Like, there's a lot of people who, like, on that same stage would probably fuck up. You remember the, the, you remember the 49ers-Giants-NFC Championship 2010 season? No. So, it's a rainy-ass game in Candlestick. And his name was Kyle Williams. He was the punt returner, and he muffed two punts that game. And they scored on him. Fuck. They scored on both of them. People wanted to kill this motherfucker, bro. <laughs> I wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's crazy because like, I feel for guys like that, like Blair Walsh, like, you know, and because at minimum, they get cut from the team. It's just for Nate, the team morale. Nate Kading is the San Diego version of that. Yeah. And then there's fucking, you know, Blair Walsh, the kicker, he shanks it against, you know what I mean? And Teddy, that, you know, Teddy B. And then they had one of the best defenses that year and had Adrian Peterson in his prime, like, you know what I mean? And it just it comes down to a shank to fucking. <laughs> It's so funny. I was about to pick Blair Walsh the next year after that happened. And so I was like, man, don't pick that fucking bum. Like he's a scrub. Like he got kicked out of Minnesota for missing kicks. And then it was funny because he ended up missing like two kicks week one. And he texted me. He's like, see, bro, I told you that fool's a bum. <laughs> that motherfucker was really <laughs> mad at him. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I remember I had the under in one of my parlay. That was the year where I went crazy. Uh, I won five bands in, on that playoff run. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When the, the, the wild, I mean, the, the playoff run to, to the AFC title and NFC title games. I mean, I was just going okay. crazy okay. three weeks straight. But that was one of them. So I was like, that, you know, I was like, even if he made that, that field goal, it still would have hit under. But you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I just, I, and I remember that was the year they were building their stadium. 
and they had lost the contract. On, I mean, they had their contract was up with their old stadium, so they played outside for that season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you've been to Minnesota. I'm pretty sure it's unforgiving. <laughs> like, there's yeah. a reason why they're an indoor team versus, like, I'm like, why isn't Green Bay ever? Green Bay's hella cheap, huh? They don't want an indoor team. Yeah, I'm like, of course they're fucking hella cheap. <laughs> <laughs> they're so cheap that they give people little certificates saying you own a piece of the team and like you literally i mean <laughs> they say you own a piece of the team maybe you'll be able to buy a ticket or two because of it but man they're shady over there just the way they run their whole operation it's shady and peacock said my dad and i would watch baseball for hours on end we would try to guess the next pitch based on scouting reports and situations i like it legit thought i was going to play baseball in college just ended up partying yeah for me it was like senior year now i just I guess the school that I went to was too good where that, cause you know, you're not supposed to be able to scout in high school and bring people over and all that. But I went to one of the better fucking programs in San Diego. I mean, when I was a junior, we were like number two in the nation, got invited to all these tournaments and shit. And then, yeah. And then I just started getting more into weed and I was like, man, <laughs> they like, I, I already knew that the coach didn't like me and that I was getting like, going to be getting passed up for like either a younger guy or a guy coming over and both things kind of ended up happening. But yeah, it was annoying. Probably yeah, should. You guys had like the number one prospect, right? Or yeah, he was the number one prospect in baseball for three years in high school. That's how good he was. And he's still playing, right, for the Rangers. Yeah, he got traded to Milwaukee this year. But yeah, what's Milwaukee Brewers? The Brewers, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Only in America, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna name our team after beer makers. <laughs> yeah but that's yeah that's how crazy that yeah his whole story i need yeah hopefully one day we'll be able to get him on here to share his whole story because it's literally something out of a movie he needs to win like a world series championship and it's not going to happen for milwaukee but if he won the world series somehow he'd be able to sell like <laughs> the rights to his life and make like a Hollywood movie off of it. Cause it is. Yeah, Cause then he have like all these DUIs and fucking. No, not, no, 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 not even that. This motherfucker like literally almost killed someone. And while he was drunk driving on oh. like a suspended license and all this shit, like all this crazy shit after he just got kicked off of the Padres and off of the Tampa Bay Rays and all this other shit. And yeah, drinking and driving, dude, it was full-blown alcoholic back then. Who knows now? And uh, yeah, he ended up getting three years for a prison sentence, but he would have had to come out on probation. And uh, his lawyer, instead of doing that, they he just did four years straight, and then he came out with no probation. Four years straight. And uh, the story, at least of what I heard, is he was working at the OK Corral or whatever the fuck that shit is. That yeah. Huh? One of those buffet spots? Yeah, like the, the the something corral one, whatever the fuck that was. Golden, golden the, corral? There you go, the golden corral. And supposedly a scout for the Texas Rangers or something heard about that and went and fucking visited him like out there and they went behind the golden corral and they had a catcher there and one of the speed guns and he threw like 97 miles an hour like fresh out of a four-year stint in prison. And they were like, sign him up. And they gave him millions of dollars. I don't know. It probably wasn't like that in the beginning, but I mean, you know, once you keep playing, your contracts go up. I don't think he's from being a number one overall draft pick in 2004, the number one overall, like not just a number, not just a first rounder, the number one overall draft pick in the MLB. He did not make that much money because he only got a three, he got a three mil 
contract from the Padres, 18, fresh out of high school. Luckily, he bought his fucking mama house and shit. And so that didn't get taken. But I, I'm pretty sure he only got like a million of the three mil from the Padres. Wow. So he had a shitty agent. He didn't have a shitty agent. He was, he shouldn't have been the number one draft pick. The only reason he was the number one draft pick was because it was the Padres and it was the home, going to be the hometown hero or whatever, because you know who Justin Verlander is, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was the number two overall draft pick and was supposed, like if any other team besides the Padres picked first, they would have picked him and they would have paid him eight or $9 million, whatever it was. He had the Alex Rodriguez agent. So he was like setting the bar like every year for like the top baseball player. He had the A-Rod, the A-Rod agent. Yeah. So yeah, Verlander, like fresh out of college though, he went to college. So way more polished. Like he was like, he's damn near MLB ready. Like Matt Bush, he might've been in the, he might've been in the the minors for two or three years is what they would have been projecting him. So he's still a project. That's why it's less money. But yeah, they totally fucked it all up. And Dennis said it sounds like a Ryan Leaf story. And how crazy is that? That they're literally San Diego teams just a couple years apart. Um, Yeah, he played in the World Series with the Rangers a couple years ago. But uh, yeah, it was one of those things for the Padres. The Padres, like, got it was a waste of a pick for the Padres is what it was. They would have had Justin Verlander they would have won the world series in 2006. Like the team was that good and they needed like one more, they needed one better pitcher than what they had. If they would have had one better pitcher than what they had, which Verlander in 2006 was way better than any pitcher on the Padres. He would have been the ace. They would have beat the Cardinals that year. And the Cardinals is who ended up winning the, the championship that year. And I was so pissed. That was like the best, Crazy. The Padres and the Chargers were the shit in 2006. Both of them fucking failed. Both first round, first round elimination in the playoffs for both of them. It, it was a sad year for. <laughs> Dang. And, and I mean, especially when you when it's a series loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean, obviously for the Chargers, they're one and done that year, right? right. Yeah. Playing the Patriots with the number one overall seed in the playoffs. The 31 touchdown LT season, <laughs> like, man, to lose to Tom Brady. And, like, it's crazy because, like, it was, like, literally one of these games that we just saw where it's all these tiny, tiny little bonehead mistakes that just added up. And it's, like, you take any one of these bonehead mistakes out, maybe they win, and maybe Tom Brady doesn't get the ball <laughs> with, two, with two minutes left to go. But You know, I used to play I, – I, I, I still have trouble not playing that What up, DJ? What up, DJ? Like, oh I yeah, and Marty. So the the guy's name is Matt Bush. Is uh, that that's the the player's name? And he's yeah, he's with the Milwaukee Brewers right now. Yeah. So I mean, like, I have a problem not playing that game in my head, where it's like, you know, like I'm looking at the Niner game and I'm like, okay, you know, we should, we probably should have challenged that Devontae Smith grab. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he had that shit though, but yeah, in high end, why not, right? Because he jumped up and he wasn't sure about it. He was like, everybody hurry up. You know what I mean? Peacock, the Rangers did lose that World Series. If they would have won that World Series, like I'm telling you, like if this kid, well, he's not a kid. He's the same age as me. He's like 37 or about to turn 37. He's an Aquarius. I don't remember when his birthday is. I just remember it's somewhere around my sister's birthday. 
somewhere okay. around February 12th. He's about, he about to turn 37. Yeah, he's about to turn 37. And uh, yeah, if he gets a Super Bowl, I mean a Super Bowl, World Series ring, and uh, that just completes this crazy ass fight. Because this, when this kid was 10 years old, he was like, he, he was like the, the next big thing. Like I remember facing him in like, in, in one of those all-star tournaments when we're like 14 years old. And like, I know that the team that he was on ended up moving on. Like he white was already, dude? He uh, white dude? He no, white no, dude? no, no, he's mixed. Yeah. He's a, okay. he's, he's a big mutt. Like his, uh, his dad is black and something and his mom is oh. a whole bunch of different things. So yeah, he's a big mutt. And, uh, but because of how good he is, people have been kind of putting them in positions to like win, <laughs> you know, like to go to the school that he went to, they put him in like a house over it, just in that school district. So he could like, you know, he was the, he was the guy who like lived like two blocks away from school. That was always late and shit. <laughs> Cause he's like, you know what I, you know who I am. Yeah. He said that multiple times. And like, that's what, that's what really got him in trouble in the end, because I don't know if you guys remember who Cliff Floyd is, but like, finally this dude, Matt Bush, he's like about, he's gonna, he's gonna make the 40 man roster for the first time. I can't remember what year this was 2006, 2007, something like that. And, uh, but they, they trade for Cliff Floyd and they give him like a million dollars. It's like a million dollar deal. He's super old, hella veteran at this point. And he gets hurt the entire year and he only gets two hits the entire year. So like it, it, it sucked the way that it played out, but Matt Bush loses his spot on the 40 man roster. And then he goes on like a drinking binge. And then he goes to like a high school game and he gets into a fight with a kid or something like that. And wow. it's like, you know who I am? I'm Matt fucking Bush. And then throws a baseball like through the windshield of their car or through a window of their car or some shit. And then like the whole story was in the paper. It's crazy. <laughs> Pretty sure I was you know reading it. crazy? <laughs> like if you could throw a 90, like a hundred mile an hour ball, like I never thought of a magnitude of that. Like I would just throw shit at people. You just, yeah, it's fucking people up. Like. Grabbing them into objects. Just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And Who that was, with me? And that was the, and that was the end of him with the, uh, that was the end of him with the Padres. Like this I'm, is, it ended up in the news and everywhere. And yeah, just. Dang. I would that. like, imagine he like just goes out there with like a backpack full of billiards. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm going to fuck into that stuff today. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to There it is. He's a vigilante <laughs> at night. I'm pool man. <laughs> or whatever. Oh, man. He throws fucking 100 mile an hour billiards and just decapitates fools. Peacock said, I played against Matt, Matt Garza, yeah, in high school. I play, yeah, I know who he is. Played for the MLB for a bit. Only guy to get on my, only guy on my team to get a lucky hit off of him. Yeah, in that game where I'm talking about when we played against him, first off, we're only 14, and this kid's already thrown like close to 90. 14-year-old kid, and he's like just humming it. Like it's the fastest ball I'd ever been thrown at this time. I was one of three who got a hit off him. But yeah, he threw a three-hitter like against us it was it was all bad wow all bad we had to play them in the first game of the tournament too they really fucking dicked us <laughs> and you know if you ever played in the baseball all-star tournaments back in the day it's like if they you are, win they arranged the thing how yeah they want, right? it, yeah because it's, it's all bracketed and all that kind of shit it's like if you win your first game you usually have like a lighter schedule but if you lose and you keep winning you have to play like all these games and shit so i was like games we were playing two or three games like in a day 
and uh, because we were just trying to scrap our way back but we didn't (laughs) we didn't we came close but no cigar damn that's crazy (laughs) and stranger said warning never get into a snowball fight with a pitcher even a minor league pitcher yeah bro because even minor league pitchers i mean they're still humming at you (laughs) they'll pack that motherfucking snow up real tight like yeah, that and that just and fucked you up. Turns it into a rock almost. The tighter you pack it, by the time it gets to you, right, it's even smaller because hell of it, like just hell of it tailed off. Yeah, <laughs> so fast. Marty said, "I went yard off Pedro Martinez in 2K back when they made baseball games." <laughs> Pedro was like the dopest pitcher. Like that was my that was my favorite pitcher back then. He's so fucking dope. That's Pedro, funny. yeah, Pedro. <laughs> and now I'm pretty sure he's working with like the ESPN or the MLB network or some shit like that. Pretty sure. Yeah, Marty said love Pedro. He's the man. All right. You ready for this? We just got some new news in. So the cap. We knew that the cap was going to be changing. We didn't really know when. We didn't know what it was going to go up, but it went up from 208 mil. To, well, actually, how about, let me give you how much it's been going up since 2019. How about that? So 2019, 188 mil. Right. 2020, 198 mil. What? And then 2021. Okay, well, 2021. Fuck 2021 because there was a COVID adjustment. So it kind of went down in that year. And then 2022, 208 million. And this year, it's moving up to 224.8 million. So almost 225. I mean, last year, we entered the era of $30 million receivers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. That's a seven and a half percent jump, just for anyone curious about it. Because we're going to enter like Joe Burrow, like guys like Joe Burrow. 50 mil. We're about to get into the 50 mils club. Yeah, 55 even. Hold you know on, hold mean? on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, even the Patrick Mahomes, everyone's like, oh, they're so crazy because it was like hey, 45. Did you that louder or something? That was like the mightiest 55 I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't know. It's the same. <laughs> okay. Maybe, I don't know. Well, I am using my new phone right now, so maybe that's that. Okay. There I'm really go. crispy. <laughs> really just got a hold of me that 55 you know what i mean <laughs> i felt it right there in my soul <laughs> so a seven percent jump i mean not too shabby everyone thought that patrick mahomes with his 45 or 44 mil whatever the hell it was it was gonna be so crazy but really yeah, they just got him live is ridiculous right maybe 50 for sure well, I mean, over time, it's going to get up to that. What about with the cash oh, over yeah. cap and all that shit? Like, it might yeah, end up getting true, huh? Because you could be like 30 against the cap, and they give you 20 as a signing bonus, and then that would be 50 for the year. Yeah. But it's cash, 20 million is cash over cap. Yeah, because let's see. Because what is it right now? Who's the highest? Remember when they signed Dak? What did he uh-huh. get? He got something similar from Mahomes, right? So I guess Aaron Rodgers does have a 50 mil. But his uh, contract, like, but there's cash over cap on his though. That's, that's yeah, but see, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's gonna, it's all gonna be included in the, the number. Norm. Yeah, I forgot, I, mean, I forgot Rogers got that fifty. Yeah, because he got it was three years, like 150 mil or some I, shit like that. I was just saying that to, uh, I was just saying that to my boy earlier. Actually, I don't know what that's weird. And he was Russ, like, he was like, "Why don't you want to get Aaron Rodgers, bro?" And I'm like, 
I'm like, who do you play? I'm like, I would love Aaron Rodgers, but I'm like, it's just, you can't, it's not gonna happen. We're in the same conference, he has $50 million contract. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it's funny how, like, people that only know, like, the layers to things, they just say things like, oh, you know what? He'll like, take, like, I mean, he'll do some shit like CMC did. I mean, he'll, he'd take a pay cut to, because uh, really all they're doing is just gonna adjust it to where he's getting money up front or something, you know, like restructuring it to where he's getting the cash instead of the cap part of it. Because to them, the fuck matters. They don't care how how it comes out as long as it's guaranteed. This is this is this this is my thoughts now on because you've seen me as in my Niner fandom and like what I want for my team. This is how I'm rolling now. I'm rolling where I don't give a fuck who's the QB. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. I mean, maybe I just I just need a healthy QB, and I feel like we'll always have a shot. Like, we're that good. So here goes the so here goes all the other the highest paid QBs. So Russ, man, let's ride at forty nine. That's right, because he got his shit restructured, and they think when he got traded, he made them give him more money. Yeah, he got the got the big old bag, man. They wanted to make him happy. And uh, that's just why it's even harder to trade him, right? Like, I mean, see, that's what would make sense if it's like Russ for Rodgers or somehow, because they actually have similar contracts. So that's like, you know, one of the yeah. only ways it could be done like that. Kyler got the big old bag, 46 mil. Our man Watson. I was feeling it yesterday. You hit that music, I was like. See, I knew that some chef music would cheer you up. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. So Watson, I mean, you know yeah, go ahead. Watson's at forty-six mil, and then we got Mahomes at forty-five, and it's crazy because like Mahomes been at forty-five. Like, I mean, he was the highest paid when he got that at the time, and then now he's number five. Uh, Josh Allen, forty-three. I totally forgot how much Derek Carr is getting paid. Forty mil, yeah. He's getting fucking cut. <laughs> no one's yeah. gonna take on well, I mean, that see, fucking contract. What they, what they did last year was they they restructured his joint and they they extended him. It was a three year extension, but only two years of that was like legit, and they just paid them all up front. Yeah. So that forty, like next year, I think it's like how much? But is the cap. Well, so the cap hit. So the cap, like his cap number sucks, but the dead cap is like very small, so they can cut him. They can cut him. Yeah, and yeah. it's only like five mil or something like that to cut him. Oh, they didn't cut his ass. Yeah, but and but keeping him is like yeah against the cap, it's like thirty five mil or like some shit like that, you know. So I think, I think there's I think his date or the the I don't know if this is for all teams. But I know it's like right after the <laughs> Marty season. said, Derek Carr needs to go to prison for theft. <laughs> <laughs> his agent, man, you got a damn good agent. Damn good agent. He goes in there, and he, it always looks like he's like, he's like, come on, man. What up, Zeb? <laughs> what up, Zeb? Derek Carr just fucking smearing his, his mascara. And you know Corbin what? said Jets new OC could want Rodgers. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, it's some low hanging fruit. over there. Yeah. Yeah, it's low hanging fruit. You know what I mean? They um, gotta be and- they gotta be able to I mean, gotta be able to afford that 50 mil, right? I mean, well, I mean, that's not his cap hit, but that's how much he gets, you know. He's got a fat hit either way. <laughs> if you trade for Rodgers, you fully know, like, okay, this is, you know, th- I have this th- maybe two years to, to get it done, right? Yeah. And then th- whoever he goes to, guarantee they restructure him. Yeah, maybe makes him higher per year, but it's going to be just like they did with Russ, where it's more cash, bunch of cash over cap. 
Yeah, and, and like because I'm, I'm I'm saying organization, the organization that that trades for him. I mean, you're giving up multiple firsts. I would assume at least two, at least, at two. least two, right? You know what I mean? Like, so you're 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 handicapping yourself in that aspect. You know what I mean? I don't think gotta be a, it's got to be a team that's like prime, like red, like a QB away. See, and like at, that's the Niners, but we're in the conference, so that'll never happen. Yeah, and and even like two years, what was it? Before we drafted Trey Lance the night before the draft, it was there. It was going around crazy out here, talking about oh, we're about to trade for Rogers. Like there's a deal on the table, and then the, yeah. then the next morning the news was, and and apparently Aaron Rodgers went to sleep that night fully aware that I'm gonna get traded to the Niners tomorrow morning. You know, yeah. they're, they're gonna announce it. Then when yeah. he the next morning, that the, Matt Lafleur and them they pulled that deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, and if this is true, you know what I mean? But I just doubt. We already said doubt. we already said that. I mean, I've been on this like that. Why why didn't they trade Russ anywhere in the AFC? Because they're getting them out of fucking conference. I mean, in the NFC, because they want to get them out of fucking conference. Yeah. Like if we face them in the Super Bowl, that's one thing. But it's like they ain't gonna beat us in the playoffs or like nothing like that. Like it's it's the pride and the spite and whatever other word you want to throw on that, but like get them the fuck out of the conference. Yeah, and like the Jets, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not saying they're just. I'm not saying they're just a QB away, but with the defense, the run game, if Reese comes back solid, I mean, they got a really good line. They got. I mean, they're probably going to get rid of Corey Davis, you know, because I think. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Garrett Wilson and you know the other pieces they got over there. It's, it's they're they're solid. I, I mean, QB play was definitely. It is kind of crazy because, like, I mean, it really is just Garrett Wilson if you think about it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, I, I guess they have Elijah Moore there. And, like, yeah, he'll probably have a resurgence when you have someone like Rodgers, right? Yeah. If, oh, yeah. if you have someone like Rodgers, then there's like, what do you do with Zach Wilson? You know what I mean? You sit behind, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, there's just, I think the fact that this time around Green Bay is saying, like, them or the organization is coming out saying that they're exploring the option, I think that's actually. Hey, hey, shout out to Nigel, member for 14 months. I don't know why it doesn't carry over, so I can't flash it on the screen, but he said 14 months and counting, best fantasy football show. You the man, Nigel. You shout, man. Out to, shout out to Nigel, man, and all and all the good people in Serbia. Yeah. Yeah. And Okay, how about some RB news? So we got with Jonathan Taylor, so he had a successful surgery on mm. that ankle, arthroscopic surgery. And oh, check it out, Sir Bongs, member for 14 months as well. Let's get it. I can't carry it over, but he shared the bong emoji. Let's get yeah. it. Hit the drive. <laughs> We're getting both of them for you. And uh, so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we're going to get JT at a value next year. And the one, one, two turnaround, maybe, you know, on the one side more so, right? It'll be more like in his second year where he was being drafted in his second year where he was, get, yeah, end of the first round type thing. And, but how about Saquon Barkley? Man, it's, I, I'm just, he wants to be the highest paid, obviously. And he wants uh, 16 million. Yeah, I mean, that's what Christian McCaffrey's getting. Or, yeah. sorry, Christian McBraffrey. That's all right. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, all, we're, in, we're in the offseason now. It's we're, not, we're not at the game. We're not in gang wars right now. 
but so yeah, he wants to be high, higher paid than Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. It's funny because now I'm like fucking me up. Like, <laughs> going out the wrong way. BMB, bud. <laughs> and I mean, the Giants are dumb for not picking up that fifth year, right? Because now you got to make him the highest paid, or you literally just let him walk, or you franchise tag him, which we're already talking about franchise tagging him. It's cheaper to franchise tag him than it is Danny Pesos. So if they're going to franchise anyone, it's probably going to be Barkley. Yeah. And good for him. I mean, he he didn't bust in his contract year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Nigel said, got third place in my first IDP league as well. Hell yeah. Nigel ended up coming in third. I know it was hella close in that one down the stretch. Yeah, don't, that don't stunt too hard. It's, it's more, <laughs> more concentrated. It's a playoff league. You know? <laughs> you know don't I mean? shoot them down. Get in these dynasty leagues with no, us. No, no, no. That's, that's how I'm doing. That's, that's been my whole style. Yeah, I got I to gotta degrade. I got to demoralize them so he joins these redrafts with us next year. <laughs> And he said the New Heights podcast finna be lit before the Super Bowl and after. So who's that? Who's the New Heights? That's the Kelsey and uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Those guys are savages. Kelsey Kelsey Super Bowl. Kelsey Kelsey Super Bowl. All right. And let's see who else we want to talk about here. And oh, so Kyler Murray. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let, let's go back into the to the highest paid QBs. So Derek Carr at 40 mil. And some change. Dak at 40 mil. Stafford at 40 mil. Kirk Cousins at 35. Jared Goffel, 33. Carson Wentz. You know what's funny is Kirk Cousins makes more money than like those first, those four guys before him, though. Maybe not Watson. Well, right. Because all his is like. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Because all. all, What what it says on their contract. But, but right, because all those like, contracts aren't, they're probably going to get restructured before, yeah. you know. And Cousins just gets every single dollar, you know what I mean? All the time. I wonder what the tax is like in Minnesota. I don't know. Because, like, you would imagine, right, in Vegas, he's get if they're going to give him 40, he's getting all that 40. Maybe. Right, because Vegas, I mean, we're talking about Derek Carr, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you still have to pay, like, uh, tax. federal taxes, but you don't have to pay state, state taxes. Tax. So, yeah. yeah. So you get to keep more of your money. You don't give up half. It's like you give up like, I don't know, 16% or some shit like that. Who knows? Mm. I don't know. Probably wrong about the percentage, but some shit like that. Well, it's my money and I need it now. <laughs> Antonio said, what does third place win? Yeah, and you did get third place in one of them. So if you're in a $33 league, third place gets 30 back. And if you're in a $55 league, you get a 50 back. And you can use those towards dynasty fees or squares or whatever. And Dennis said, yeah, the playoff leagues were my first taste of IDP and I love it. Yeah. And see, I told you guys it wasn't going to be too hard. I mean, we keep it easy. It's actually good that they got, if if you were, if you were like a non-believer or it's actually good that you started in a playoff league because it is more concentrated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And because having 14 teams to select from initially, that's, that's, good selection you know what i mean it's it's narrowed down obviously but like yeah it's a great it's a great introduction to idp because redraft goes crazy yep and nigel pretty sure you were in a 33 dollar league so yeah so you get 30 and if you want to just parlay that into some dynasty fees you're able to do that or uh, yeah let me know i can send it back to you we're gonna get nigel 
in one of these dynasties, bro. Yeah, you gotta be. So the first two dynasties, well, really the first three dynasties are gonna be starting in February, but two of them, they're gonna start drafting like literally like the week after the Super Bowl, like either on that Tuesday or that Wednesday, it's gonna start drafting. So if you're not in the crew yet, you know what to do. Go join the crew at 420crew.org so you can reserve your spot. But like, let me just a rundown for, for some of these leagues that where people are already reserving their spot. So in the number 17, Marty Beamer Cleaner is going to be in that one already. Pro Lee and Chaotic are going to be in the 17. And then in the 18, we got our man Drummonds is going to be in there and Crispy as of now. So we still got nine spots in the number 18 open and we have eight spots in the number 17. So the number 17 is going to be for people who've never played in the the hustler dynasties before just for this first one to kind of like break everybody in and yeah we'll be we'll be dropping some videos on kind of just how the leagues work and how the drafts work and all that kind of stuff and the number 18 that's going to be for people who've already been in a league before and yeah i'm sure that one's going to be deep with super uh, 420 because like i got me tino steamboat and and i know antonio said he would join this one is that because I mean, we were, I was collecting heads. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I might just, just throw us on to that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's going to be three that are going to start in February. So it really just depends on, I mean, okay. it'll be, I might, it'll I be, might get it. I might be the third group then. Yeah. It may be the either the, yeah. Instead of the 18, it might be the 19. And then that'll give us a little bit because the 19, that one's going to start like a week or two after uh, after those other ones and nigel the buy-in for these leagues are going to be 135 for year one one three five and marty said oh damn i just heard about the purdy injury six months recovery no 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 six, six week, weeks six week recovery it's okay though i'm we're more than welcome to overreact do it for me Yeah, so 135 buy-in on those going to be super dope. And the way that the drafts work, we'll give you a little rundown. So multiple drafts happen because you actually get to draft your draft pick. So we do like a derby draft order. So it's a third-round reversal just like these playoff leagues. So just imagine, remember, like there are some people who kind of wanted to be at the end. Now you get to kind of pick where you want to be you want to be in the beginning you want to be in the middle you want to be in the end and then we're going to draft our wrestling characters as well because we are going to have wrestling characters that kind of represent our squad oh shit okay this is new news that just dropped right now from Schefter that brock brock purdy he tore it so mm. it was so it was after the after the further test torn and it is sidelining him for six months so that was a thing Damn, bro. Titans really knows how to kill a motherfucker, dude. He did it. Killed him good. Killed him good. I know. Fucking God. I just wait. I mean, I guess I did all that to get ETN in the end of the day, that trade I made. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck. Now it's like, I really got fucked in that trade. Uh, oh man yeah you just want to keep dancing with the devil I man. Know. Like, that, that, thanks Mar- yeah. thanks marty for sharing that link but that was that was adam schefter that posted that so yep tough tough and uh, oh yeah okay so for these drafts we're we're drafting our draft pick 
And then we get to draft our wrestling characters that are going to kind of represent our squad because we have we have a game within a game in the in the league. There's like a side pot, and we'll explain that a little bit later. And then and then when it comes to the draft, we're going to have a veterans draft, so where it's no rookies at all. <clears throat> and then we will have a rookie draft later after the NF after the actual NFL draft. But well, within, like, maybe don't confuse it when you say veterans only. Just say ex- like you know maybe exist because you know current current out. NFL players. How about that? Go. Current NFL players. There you go. And yeah, because uh, yeah, people are going to confuse the 2022 rookie mm-hmm. with that, right? Yeah. So all the current NFL players, and then within that draft, you draft your and your 2023 rookie draft picks. And we use kickers to kind of like reserve the spot. So like, if you want to have the 101 in the rookie draft, you have to make sure to pick the first kicker in this, in the league to be able to get that. So it's just like extra strategy within the, uh, within the draft. It's not hard or anything. It just, it just makes it a little bit more fun. So we actually get like just multiple drafts happening throughout the off season. And Stranger said, I think Purdy did good for Mr. Irrelevant. Probably the best Mr. Irrelevant that we've that we've seen maybe ever, right? Because I don't up. even he tore it up. Yeah. I don't know another. I mean, I know we've had some, you know, unsigned free agents or, or some signed free agents or whatever who weren't drafted. But outside of that, like I don't know. I don't know any Mr. Irrelevant that did good. At least um. the first year. And no, Paroli, the kickers get dropped. So the kickers are just placeholders. And then after the draft, they get dropped. So, for example, say you're on the clock and you feel like, okay, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a draft spot here. Right. So you use the kicker and say you're the first one to draft a draft, I mean, a a kicker. So you would have the 1.01 in a rookie draft. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And there's, and there's some people that we've seen, they want to have as many first round picks as they can. So they'll push back. I I want to say something. Those people usually have a really tough go at it. Year one. (laughs) Yeah. And I love it because most, there's a lot of people that are like that. And when you give them the opportunity, especially like watch like during this combine shit and whatnot, these, motherfuck- these motherfuckers are going to go crazy watching them. Be like, oh, my God, these rookies, dude. I'm telling you, bro. And they go crazy for that shit. So I tend to not end up with a lot of those. I mean, I'm pretty sure we'll do a lot of videos about, like, you know, what, what different strategies we've Ah, bogey in the matrix. Yeah, and we are going to have multiple videos kind of just talking draft strategy. And, you know, because it's the reason why I do these leagues the way that I do them is because there's so many different strategies that you can have. There's no like one strategy that's going to like win you this league. Like, Oh, if I draft this way, I'm for sure winning, you know, like that's never, that's never happening. But at least for me, I just try to build well-rounded. Like, I mean, I like getting the rookie picks, but I'm not going to get like six rookie picks in the first round, you know, and pay up for all of them. Like, but there's guys who will do that. It's really about, man, it's funny. I bought tickets to the LA Clippers like a long ass time ago. And like these motherfuckers always call me to try to like, get me to fucking buy tickets, buy tickets and shit. Take me off your list. Motherfucker. I live in Vegas. Man. You know, when you, when you go to like, like, because you know, we're going through like the loan process and whatnot, 
Like these fucking credit companies call me like crazy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been annoying because that's been a lot of the matrix plunges in the past two weeks specifically. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's a random fucking number calling me like fucking annoying, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, my Joseph said that bogey league has me stressing out. So I love the IDP. Never played an IDP before. Fuck with it heavy. I like it, bro. Because yeah, all these dynasty yeah. leagues are IDP and you'll and- love it too. It's I mean, I'm glad that we got we did this as idp so you guys got your got to dip your toe in the water because it's so fun it's super fun yeah mike mike's gotta be mike joseph's gotta be he's gotta be in that number 19 with us too <laughs> and marty said the clippers be blowing you up us tell him you want to talk to Kawhi. <laughs> yeah if Kawhi if, if Kawhi sells me my season tickets i'll fucking i'll buy him then just has talk Kawhi, to him has Kawhi just him. been has he just been hurt the whole time he's been a clipper Pretty much, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, I forgot he's on the Clippers. I'm like, has he done anything with the Clippers? Nice. Pro Lee said, yeah, IDP's dope. All the ones I've done before weren't IDP one, two, three. Yeah, because like if you didn't play on Sleeper, like anyone who plays IDP on Sleeper, you use that because that's like their default. So unless you change it around, that's their default. But ESPN, Yahoo, NFL, like it's. All three of them are different from each other, and they're all kind of wonky. Like, okay, in a one, two, in a Yahoo, thir- 12, 13 points without getting any sacks or anything like that. That's lovely. Yeah. Right. But like in one, two, three scoring format in sleeper, you know, we're getting like 20, 30 burgers. And that's yeah. a good, that's a good game. You know what I mean? For a real fire ass game. A real fire game right there. And it's like, you know, you're more you're more likely it, it's more reliable that you could you could find a linebacker that puts up like twenty plus and then you could find a WR three. You know what I mean? I like it. Pro Lee says first time I played, I was in played it, I was in prison. Man, see I I just oh, after getting arre- getting arrested two times in the same year is when I discovered fantasy football. <laughs> but when I was actually in jail, my friends weren't cool enough. Hey, to so, like start damn, a league and get me in it somehow. I'm so I'm so fucking slow. That's why his name is Paroli. Duh. <laughs> he's like, when I went to prison, I'm like, fuck, he's hard, hardcore with the fancy shit, bro. <laughs> bro first time I play IDP in the paint that way, bro. <laughs> oh, he said shit. that was like he said that was like 12 years ago. There we go. I yeah. mean, I, I would imagine too, right? Because it's like, okay, we got to get the most out of this shit. We're playing offense and defense, so you know what I mean, like anything i remember the pickums i would i organized i, I organ i would organize like the pickums like every single week and it would be for like the soups and shit everyone after throwing the yeah. soup and it was winner take all and i remember it was funny one time when i was in the in the trustees where they actually have like a pool table and yeah. shit i organized this big like 32 man like pool tournament it was crazy because i had to like organize it based on times that people were there because everyone had jobs and shit and yeah. and all the soups were like right by my uh, right by my bed right by my bunk and but who was in that tournament they knew where it was at and they were like oh yeah nobody's fucking with that anyone looks over there <laughs> there'd be motherfuckers yeah. on them like what are you doing over there motherfucker 32 motherfuckers <laughs> over there that, that have a steak and they have like a steak in this in these soups and and you know just like me it's all it's all about organizing right and then taking a couple off the top cuz i remember it was it was paid out for first second and third kind of same thing and they're like hey where's these extra soups going i was like motherfucker you think i'm organizing all this shit for free like all right all right 
got you. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty legendary. And uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was head to head. Antonio said, was it like a domination league in the league? No, it was just for soups. That's it. <laughs> and the soups are like a dollar, you know, so it is like everyone betting a dollar, you know, to get in that shit. And what did they play? Nine ball? No, it was eight ball. Eight ball? Okay. Yeah. And it was, it was, it's crazy because there was a pool shark in there and uh, someone paid his entry fee just to like get him in. Cause he was like pretty broke, but he was like, I'll, I'll pay to get you in. And then if you win, we split. And of course it's like betting on the guy who is better than everybody. And he won. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was about to say, <laughs> like, you know, what's crazy is don't let those motherfuckers break. Yeah. You just you, run the you let that motherfucker break. It's oh, it's over for you already. Paroli said winning hella deodorant. <laughs> I remember, uh, yeah, when we actually got to the ones with the the camps or whatever, we would get uh, like they give you your little welcome package or whatever, and it's like a, a couple loves with stamps on it, like right away. And of yeah. course, what does everybody do as soon as they get those? Because it's like free money. Start gambling and shooting craps with them. <laughs> I mean, shit. You can't do that shit just for fun. You got to have stakes. Yeah, yeah got to be something. So I remember when we first got there, I mean, they only had the two envelopes. Ended up stacking them up to 50. Nice. <laughs> just real quick. I mean, yeah, shit. that was when I got... How yeah, that's going to shoot a kite? You feel me? Yeah, that was when I... And, and you could... Yeah, and I mean, you would get them from commissary and like all that shit, but you had to buy them. <coughs> I remember when I used to, had to go buy them. That shit ain't free. When I used to go visit my boy, they had a, they had a, these, you would always be like, give me them chicken wings, bro. It's like these little mini little chicken wing things that you got them from the fucking machine though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And he would just be like, I'd get him a few of them things. He used to grow them hella fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Cause you don't have so much time to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, damn, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I, I always thought like, man, I bet you them things ain't even that good. But it's just like, cause, you know you know what I mean? It's so good to him, though. You feel me? Like, I mean, the regular food is like shitty TV dinners. Like, just think yeah. of like, it ain't no hungry man like TV dinner. Like, it's a real shitty TV dinner. Like, those fucking, the eggs, like, in the morning, like, look like straight up sponges. Like, they used to call it, like, the SpongeBob eggs. Because it did look like SpongeBob Square. Yeah, that's the power egg. egg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's when I had, man, that's what I really had to get on the hustle. And it's not like nobody was sending me any money, but like, even with like the like organizing those tournaments and shit like that, to be able to get a piece off it for like spades, organizing hella spades tournaments. Yeah, just so you can, so you can grub whenever you wanted, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's just getting money off the top, you know, cause like people want to do this, but they don't know how to organize it. So it was me like organizing it, getting everything kind of set up. And so that's why, like, you know, <laughs> I've been doing this shit long before, like it equated to fantasy football, you know, but that's what I'm doing now here. Just all event planning and organizing type thing. Cause that's all these leagues are. And uh, yeah. And I remember in there, like one of the hustles that I had for the longest was taking comics out of the newspaper. And I knew how to like, with the shitty ass deodorant, you put the, you put the comic on top of a letter or like on top of an envelope. And then you like use the shitty deodorant on the back of it. And it takes the like the shit, like, you know, puts it on there and then I would just color it up and sell those for like three or four bucks. So like had the hella deodorant like already because that shit's free. And because uh, it was the cheap deodorant, not even the ones yeah. you'd buy. I couldn't even use those ones. Like, I don't even think I don't even know why they gave those to people. It did not work. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they're like hella small they're like this big like there's a tiny little like two inch deodorant yeah and but yeah so that was one of my hustles in there too because i couldn't fucking draw but uh, man i could color good <laughs> so that's what it was it was because people would be sending them to their kids and like all that kind of shit and you know just look way yeah. better than just a regular envelope that's cool yeah so hella hustles always it was always it was always some kind of hustler that's tight it would print it would print that motherfucker onto the envelope yeah and then you just take your get your pencil and shade it in and then you know get the colors in there and then looks like a hella crazy like you know designed envelope and like to anybody else like wow you drew this shit you know like people knew that i wasn't drawing it but like i would just be there bored trying to figure out ways to make money you know and yeah. that was just one of those ways to make money i remember the way that the way that i made the most money was at the end because when i was in when i was in the trustees there were these porno magazines that were in the uh, that were in the uh, the what's it called the laundry but if you're mexican you couldn't work laundry because <laughs> then you would be, because uh, you would have uh, areas to where you can get into like you know the higher like potential like you know mexican mafia like shit peace yeah. out paroli and uh, so that was really what it is but like the yeah the, the all the mexicans like you like you worked in the in the kitchen that was like pretty much it and, but yeah, so the guy who was working in the laundry, he knew about these, these magazines and they, I was like, man, before you leave, just get me those. <laughs> and he ended up getting them to me. And then, man, it was crazy. Cause I like, I turned the, <laughs> I turned two magazines into like, just like so many different pages and collages of different things and just sold them like one by one. So not the whole magazine. Like I was selling like a page in yeah. a magazine. <laughs> Why? Because you would like you you would, you were just selling the page. Yeah, so I would like take it out. I would like you know just like put it on like a like a page that you could like fold up like real easily because you had to keep it hidden, you know, yeah. somewhere. So it'd be like a full page, but I'd fold it into four and put like collages of like the small ass pictures and shit. Because like in those, wow. you have all the like the phone numbers of like you know call the girls and you know all that kind of shit. So it's all these tiny ass little pictures like that, and turned it into a whole bunch of money. Nice. Yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> Damn, so that motherfucker just had the he had the porno mags in the stash. Yeah. <laughs> See that, hey, you know what I'm saying? That's the that's the CEO love right there. <laughs> Somebody bringing him in there and making money. Down. I can't. Yeah? My okay. Yep, because you totally couldn't get it. Uh, you couldn't get it in there. Like it, it's funny, like the actual magazines that they have. Hey, that, I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. So funny, like the uh, the actual magazines that they have that you could get, like you know, because you could order magazine subscriptions and get them like delivered, like in there. And uh, I cannot remember what those magazines were, but they were like as close to like porno as you could be to where they weren't like showing anything, but you know, super super nothing but risque like pictures and stuff. Oh. Crispy, he got he got a new bong in a different in addition to the to the Jerome Baker. You savage, I love it. Four twenty crew, just we're hella lit on on the glass. Got it, got to have some good glass pieces. <coughs> and bakes a lot. Said what's good, homies. I'll hit you up for the Dynasty League startup after payday. Yeah, just let me know if you want to get into this into the number eighteen. There's also going to be a number nineteen that's going to be starting, and I think uh, the number nineteen is going to be the one where it's going to be a handful of bogeys peeps 
that are in it right away as well. But uh, yeah, just just let me know because we can reserve your spot. And uh, like right now, there's still a bunch of spots like in here. So either way, either way, good to go. Good to go. And Marty said, hell yeah, Crispy. <laughs> Love smoking the bongs. Let's get it. Let me see. I'm just for Sir Bongs. For this pimp daddy. Smoke weed every day. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. Weed is from the earth. God put this here for me and you. Take advantage, man. <coughs> Some of y'all just need to Dang it, where the hell is it? Let me see. Is this one? If your life oh, is there. fucked up, you need weed. Weed is put on this earth for niggas on the struggle, niggas on the grind. There is a chemical in weed that's called fucking. <laughs> well, why is it sparkling then? Why is it sparkling? <laughs> this shit right here, <laughs> the weed is getting stronger every two weeks. <laughs> Dang it, where the heck is it? Dang it, where the heck is it? I'm trying to find it. This ain't no motherfucking drug, it's just a Don't plant. Oh, here it, it is. Drug. It ain't no motherfucking drug. I done done the research. It's just a plant. It just grow like that. And if you should to happen to set it on fire, there are some effects. There are some effects. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see. We already talked about Rodgers. So Kyler Murray, I don't think I mentioned this earlier. They said that he po possibly could be a midseason return. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. I don't think he's going to play. And Okay, so the Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts, he doesn't have a fifth-year option. So that's one of those. He could be in for like a really big contract extension like this year. I'm curious what they curious what they do with them because uh, what is this? This is his second year, right? Or yeah, no third third year, right? So yeah, going into his fourth year, no fifth year option. Yeah, they're definitely gonna have to definitely gonna have to get him. And I'm curious if he's gonna like how much he's gonna reset the market. You know, with let's see. Oh, so we know some people may be pursuing Tom Brady, but the Dolphins, they came out and said they are not expected to pursue Tom Brady. And let's see where D'Amico Ryans, we could meet with the Texans as soon as today. So we'll be on the lookout for that tomorrow and over the next couple of days if they're actually meeting up because he could be the front runner for their job, the head coaching job over there. And Bakeslaw said, I need to get a new bong. My wife has broken the last three. Damn it, bro. Damn it. Yeah, I got, uh, this is the one that I've been kind of traveling with if I've ever been traveling. So I got a little travel Jerome Baker, like as well. And, uh, but man, yeah, when we were, <laughs> well, last time when we had the, the, the conference here, dang bogey, like totally nipped like the bong, the other Jerome Baker and it like, it totally broke. I was going to have like just a crazy array of like Jerome Baker bongs, but we'll get there. We'll get there.
Dennis is hilarious. Dennis sends me a picture and said the only bong in Minnesota. <laughs> Fat ass snow bong. <laughs> or snow bong only in Minnesota. Yeah, that is for sure. That is for sure. <laughs> Normal guy said I'm about to sell some weed in GTA online. I like it. <laughs> And stranger said, get a silicone bong. I mean, you know, if your wife's just going to keep breaking it like that, you know, you may have to, you may have to, but I mean, shit, there's a lot of, I mean, I'm not even going to like shout out any, like, you know, where you can get the bongs like online or anything. They need to give us money if we're going to promote them. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Get that, get that money normal. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. All right, let's see. So the Jets. We already know that the Jets are going to be upgrading that QB. They got Nathaniel Hackett, and they're going to be looking into Rodgers. They're going to be looking into Jimmy G and Derek Carr. It seems like those are the three guys who are kind of the apple of their eye over there. And uh, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. And let's see. For the Dolphins, they're hiring Vic Fangio as their DC Oh, here we go. Bogey back in the building. Yeah, Dolphins hiring Vic Fangio. That is defense. fucking awesome right there. Yeah, what what are some defensive units that you can remember Vic Fangio having? My, the Patrick the Patrick Willis Navarro Bowman Niners. Right? Okay, all right. Alden, Alden, yeah. Alden Smith and Deshaun Golson and Don, okay. Dante Whitner. And, and then, you know, he had that Chicago. He was he was with Chicago okay. for a little while. Because he, he oh. was after the and for context, if you guys care about highest paid coordinators, he now is going to be the NFL's highest paid coordinator. Because he's been, I mean, because he's, see, he's been a head coach like for a minute, right? Before like. Well, he only, he, he got his first head coaching gig late. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was for the Broncos. It was like for the two, two or three years. I think it was two. Okay. Maybe three. But then, you know, and then he went with the veteran QB, Joe, Joe Flacco and. You know, they, they try to do the young Drew Locke thing. It just didn't work out. You know what I mean? But their defense was 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 handling, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the whole time there, Patrick Mahomes, he never threw over 200 yards against that Vic Fangio defense. You know what I mean? Okay. Vic, Vic Fangio's just, he's just legit. It's like, he's always been one of the best defensive coordinators in my mind. Especially like, like okay, when he right when he got to Chicago, he turned them all the way around. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, one of the, they're one of the best defenses those years he was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and Marty, then, yeah, White Mike is not under contract. He's an unrestricted free agent. So, yeah, at least, White I, Mike, at least I remember seeing that. So, yeah, they'd have to re sign him. He said, I'd love to, I'd be thrilled if the Vikings got him as a backup. I mean, he's going to be a great backup somewhere. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, see, you know what's funny is like you see, you see these backups, right? Like, you can get them in spurts, you know what I mean. But they're uh-huh. a backup for they're the backup for a reason, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like Mike White, he has little spurts, right? Like you know, he's yeah. more of a novelty on this show, right? Like we we love we love White Mike, you know what I mean? Yeah, because <laughs> it's funny because because yeah. we call him White Mike, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 but like, yeah, and then so now going back to Vic Fangio, look at him. I mean, with the Dolphins, I mean he has you know. They're, I mean, they, they got Jalen Phillips. Yeah. You know, Javon Holland, you know, and Jerome Baker, fucking my man, Aladdin Roberts. You know what I mean? 
Holland. Yeah, yeah, I said Javon Holland. You know what I mean? You still got Xavier Howard. You know what I mean? Here's here's one thing about a Vic Fangio defense. He can care less for how good his corners are because it's all about the front seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is kind of cool because, I mean, he, you know, even though Xavier Howard's a little longer in a tooth, he played hurt all year. Like, when he's healthy, he's good. You know what I mean? He's right a top 10 corner. You know what I mean? Maybe not top five anymore, but definitely. Because, you know, same thing with the corners, too. Like, they don't, you know, they, they have, like, their five, six-year run when they're in their prime and then, you know what I mean? I mean, because that's where we're at with Xavier Howard now, right? Yeah. He's like a maybe like a six, seven-year veteran at this point. Yeah, I think he's about to be 30, I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but if they're predicated on that front seven being hella aggressive, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, so I mean, it, we love this because, you know, me, I know me and you, we got a bunch of Javon Hollins and Jerome Bakers and Jalen Phillipses and, you know, I I mean, they got so many motherfuckers over there. It's crazy. Manuel Abga. Ab- Ab- they got hella your boy, your boy Aladdin. I mean, I don't know yeah, how. Yeah. That's what I said. I said uh, Aladdin Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My man. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at this. Normal guy said Mike Zimmer is set to join the Colorado staff. And Marty said, oh, yeah, him and Dion are BFFs. Cool. I didn't know. I didn't know he was cool with Dion like that. And uh, and Marty said Prime got former Minnesota Gophers head coach Tim Brewster on the staff as well. I heard a lot of people. I, I heard there's a bunch of people who opted out and like left, like they didn't like they didn't like Dion coming into town, like oh, players, yeah. like players. Yeah, they didn't like that Prime went there. Yeah, you know what it is because they don't want to be a part of a program that's. Un- I mean, he, he, he's he's an unproven program right now. That's what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. It's something about like a guy who was a player that was a winner, and like, and then also like the broadcasting thing, like, so you're able to hold people captive. This is the makings of a great coach to me. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. So we'll see what happens over there. But uh, he's got some some guys who weren't fans. I mean, shit, bro. They were like running it up on him, motherfuckers, bro. Like, and he's bringing his son over there, so his son's gonna be able to run his, pro- you know, his his program. I'm pretty sure. I mean, look at Mike Zimmer's there. That's gonna be his job, see his defensive side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Marty said it right there. First thing Dion said when he got there was he's bringing players with him. So if y'all want to leave, then leave. Yeah. I mean. I mean, shit. You know what though? He ain't fucking around. Yeah. He's like, look, listen, I'm bringing some motherfuckers out where I'm winning with already. Yeah. This, this is how we implicate a, a culture. You know what I mean? And then, like, yeah. you know, what is this? Is a D? Is this a? It's a? Is this a Pac-12 or a Big Ten? Whatever the fuck they call it. Let's see what Colorado like, is. Yeah, I'm, like I'm pretty sure they're a legit. It's not like it's like above like the D1s and all that shit, right? Yeah, Pac-12. Yeah, Pac-12. Yeah, so these motherfuckers are trying to get into the league. They don't want to be a part of an unproven, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep, normal guy. Yep, Pac-12. Yeah, Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens over there. But, uh, yeah, bringing his son in to play quarterback. and Yeah, I mean, I I, I just think he he went as far as he could with uh, with Jackson State or whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah, he outgrew it. Yeah. 
And what's his son? His son is like 21? 20? Let's see. And is it Deion Sanders Jr.? Is that who it is? Just assume he has several kids. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. He for sure has several kids. Like I think he's a grandpa, even. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, Shadir. That one is. Shadir Sanders. Yeah. 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 Marty said Shadir. He has the QB. Okay. Yep, that's who it is who's coming over. So, yeah, I think this might be one of his younger sons. I know he's got, like, his kids range in age from, like, hella long. Yeah, it's funny because, like, uh, did you ever see, did you ever see Dion's show on the Oprah Network? No. Was it, yeah. a, talk was it a talk show? No, no, no. It was a reality TV show. And it was just showing his life as, so this is before Jackson State. So he created a, what's it called? The charter school, yeah. wherever, wherever they're at in, in, I'm pretty sure it was in Texas and created a charter school out there. And they were showing him, you know, as the coach and then at home and like all this shit, but it was pretty much just a reality show around his life. And it's crazy because Shadir, I'm pretty sure was hella fucking young when this show was on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause yeah, this was like maybe like 2013 or Something like that, because this is before Jackson State. He barely got to Jackson State like three years ago. That's why I'm, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was on NFL Network like not too long ago. You know what I mean? He had a yeah. mainstay, he was a mainstay guy. Yeah. And this was when he was still, yeah, with the NFL Network. Let me see. Yeah. Dion's Family Playbook is what they called it. And uh, yeah, 2000. 2014 and 15. That's the I, I ain't never watched it because I ain't never had the O. It was we had direct TV and it was just one of those channels in the 300. They gave it to you. Yeah, uh, the yeah. package or whatever. Exactly. Yep. Antonio said, Hey Hus, guess how many points the Eagles have scored during the postseason? I don't think it could be six. I don't think it could be 69. So I'm gonna say 55. 55. <laughs> it's one of the two. It's got to be one of the two. I'm gonna go with the lower one though. Tell I mean, me, did they go? Did they, did they put up 38 against what you called it? Oh, it to- all right. He said it is 69. Yeah, 69, dudes. <laughs> all right. Should just went with my first instinct. You finished it? Okay. Can you put it on the counter, please? Okay. Thank you. All right, dude. He's so funny. He always like when he finishes a snack, he'll like go wherever I'm at and then give me the bowl. Here, I finished. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Or like this case, in this case, it was his milk. He's like, hey, I, I finished it. <laughs> yeah, good shit. <laughs> Put it on the guy. You don't have to come all the way down though. I like it though because he's he got he got he got me and my ladies OCDs. It's hella funny. <laughs> That's like hilarious. his whole thing right now is he over explains things like I do. Uh huh. And he and like it's funny because I've been noticing this like every time like he's still like like and you know he's four years old now and I'll still feed him and I swear he but you know it's because you know what I'm saying every he's had his, his a baby sister watching and you know we watch he watches us feed her you know what I mean right but anyways like I'm going to give him a bite and he'll just like break out in the story <laughs> I mean like he'll curve the spoon and like break out in the story 
You know, I was watching Roblox and blah, blah, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like waiting. And then like, you know, he's been doing this to me for like the last two weeks. And then my girl's like, you ever notice when you try to give him like a bite, he like has to tell you a whole story first. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like, like, you know, I, I find myself, I'm like, okay, take the bite. Like, you know, I'm trying to tell a You know what I mean? But it's like, it's also like, it's just hilarious. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can't, I'm going to get mad. He's just, he's, he's a little me. You know what I mean? So funny. He's just yeah, telling me a story. Wait, wait until he says to make a long story longer. I mean that. <laughs> right? I mean, you know what's funny is he he says bro, like how like how his like how we all say it in the house. Yeah. Like bro. Or bruh. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he'll be like, bro, I asked for some more milk. <laughs> and I'm laughing in the next room because he's talking to his mom. <laughs> I'm like, this fool is hella funny. Bro, I'm telling you though. Like he says, I'm telling you though, too. Like I, I I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. That's hilarious. I know. And like, you know what is cool too? Like, I, I like to fuck up all the songs on the stuff he watches. Like like the Spider-Man song. It's like Spidey and his amazing. And it's like Spidey and his friends, right? But I'll be like, Spidey and his motherfucking friends. Right? <laughs> and he laughs hella hard now. Before he'd be like, that's not that word. But now he'll be like, Dad, Daddy, it's the song. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like he just likes to hear me say curse words. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do that in front of people. Right? It's only it's funny because we're in private, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, if I yeah, if I'm singing a song and I mess it up or on purpose or put Noble's name in it or something versus yeah, they love else. that shit. <laughs> not Noble sometimes. Like that's not the words. I mean, it, it is funny though because like, you know, it's however you interpret shit. Like I, I remember I loved Bone Thugs. I'm in elementary school, and I'm like rapping the lyrics, but it's like it's basically just like cadences because. I, I didn't have that trained ear yet to be able to pick apart what they were saying. Especially right. if you didn't understand like slang, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. Ah, bogey in the matrix. Whew, let's smoke it up, guys. Gonna get out of here any minute now. But uh, let's see. Is there even any other news? But like... Did you ever used to? I mean, I mean, you're you're like I think you're 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 definitely. What's what? what Dang it! These damn spammers leave Bogey alone so he can stay on the show, <laughs> throwing his ass into the matrix. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Man, I was about to say the matrix is doing me today. Now tell the spammers to fuck off. Yeah, I mean that that time that that time it was uh, what is it called that stupid fucking school shit. Oh yeah, man, they fucking call you and they just they have automate they'll text you. I'm like, you already texted me this shit. Like, no time. Parents reminder. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, I already got the fucking text. Like, why? <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it is very helpful because I do like I am that type of parent where like I need to know everything that's going on in this motherfucking school. For sure. Yeah, I don't trust nobody. <laughs> <laughs> he does that. Yep. Hell yeah. All right. Well, one more bowl, and then I'm going to get ready to get up out of here because we got a Spencer the Guru coming on here in about 20 minutes. Shout out to the Guru 
Nation. Yep, shout out to the homie Spencer. He's got the power hour going down. What time's he going? He starts like at four. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so about 20, 20, 25 minutes. And yeah, I'm sure he'll be talking some early Super Bowl betting lines, talking about some of the wash, wash out of this conference finals week or conference championship week. Three out of the last four years, the Niners are in the NFC championship. Yeah. Always a bridesmaid. Right. Right. Crazy, bro. It's crazy. You know, I always thought I was going to be a bridesmaid, right? Like just a bridesmaid. Yeah. Finally got this joint, bro. Hell yeah. Fucking crazy. And it's crazy yeah. how, I mean, you know, you know, you time flies and it's all cliche and whatnot, like that saying, but damn, that shit, like it's almost a year ago already. You know what I mean? And they yeah. said it'd be like eight months to a year, but within that eight months to the year, it's been nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like start like start feeling like this whole thing I've been planning and this whole you know what I mean? Like it was just like, oh my god, is this shit gonna fucking go down? Antonio said Spencer bringing the whole guru nation to the victory against the the Tex Mexican. <laughs> right. So I funny. mean, and then then the guy who comes in is the cowboy queefs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, oh, he didn't want none of his cowboys. I'll take Prescott and CeeDee Lamb. Fuck it. You know, I'm excited this year for fantasy. Yeah. It's like we're actually going to get, I mean, it's almost all the way out. Like, there's literally only those two guys, Aaron Rodgers and Brady. And then, like, you got to go to the 2012 class guys who still survive, like Wilson and Cousins. Like, these are the elder statesmen now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Have you thought about that? Because, like, all the motherfuckers that are bought, all those fools that are paid right now, that, you, that you're, I mean, not all those fools, like, most of those fools that are paid, you know, they're all, yeah. you know. 2012 peeps. Under, I mean, I guess the only ones that are that are over 30 is is Rogers on the, and, and, and uh, Wilson, right, on that list. Highest paid. Oh, yeah, but obviously Cousins. Yeah, because, I mean, you got... Kyler, Watson, yeah. Mahomes, Dak. Allen, Dak. Yeah. Is Derek Carr, is he over 30? He's 30, I think, right now. Yeah, and then Stafford, Cousins. Golf and, Golf and Carson Wentz, what year were they? Oh, so I don't think they're... They were, they were more I recent, right? 2016? Yeah. Yeah, 2016. 15, or, 15 or 16, I know that. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, mostly the young guys. These vets aren't making that kind of money. I mean, shit, look, guys like Brady. I mean, he's in the 25 mil club. Miss Mariota. Oh, Bakes a lot said Peyton Hillis left the hospital six days ago. Nice. There we go. We're nervous about him. It's crazy because the DeMar Hamlin shit overshadowed what happened to Hillis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. He And I hope he pulls through because, man, he said he, he almost died saving. <clears throat> I wonder how he got fucked up. Like, did he drown? And then <coughs> I don't like. I'm wondering, like, what happened? Did he get mauled? Maybe some coral reef? Like, yeah. Like, what was it? Let me see. I had a home. I had a homie that died that I that I did music with. He was a Cambodian case from Stockton. His name was Emperor. 
That was his rap name. In the valley out here, they got they got the Delta. And like there's certain areas in the Delta where like you, you could drive in a boat, then I can literally jump out and I'm just standing on some shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And sometimes the water will get high enough, it'll be you no know, now you can't, you know, you can't see that thing. It's not visible, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this dude, his kids, you know, they were out there, they got they got drawn in the little waves and like he drowned saving his kid, you know what I mean? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he died and shit. That shit was that shit was heavy. Yeah, and it was with him, it was uh, it was jumping in after the kids and they said it was like they were struggling, you know, same shit with like the riptide and all that shit. And um, he suffered kidney and lung damage and he well, had to be he had to be helicoptered. He, he drowned. I mean, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Cuz the, yeah. the kidney damage would come from all the water he drank. Yeah, I'm I'm sure the salt water can't be any kind of good for that kidney, right? And then like, oh, yeah. or maybe even damages from like when he was literally dead. You know what I mean? Like no air, he's dead. His yeah, organs are failing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dang. So they saved him in time, bro. Yeah, that shit's wild. That's all. That I mean, you know. I and, and thanks for bringing that up, Bakes a lot because I haven't even been thinking about this, you know. And like, it's good that he's he's been discharged now from the hospital. You know what's crazy, man, is like I I, I would have that would have been one of the what I Bogart Scott Free would deem as one of the the, the one of the, the reasons to die for is to save your kids. You know what I mean? Like if he yeah, dies, sure. if, like it's it's awesome that he gets to you know his kids get to see him again. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. He, See his kids again because like you know what i mean that's just that's awesome bro yeah because you know what i'm saying fucking that's what it's all about it's all about the babies that's why i'm like i'm just so um you know what's great i mean i already told the story but my girl comes downstairs this morning she's like well at least we got the house you know what i mean because it's just we're all so like we're, we're sour you know what i mean yeah and it's like well you know our life's really good actually right now like let's, yeah our team lost you know what i mean but uh, 25 first downs for at the Eagles had. We had 11, bro. 11. And you know, seven, seven of those 25 Eagles first downs came on Niner penalties. Like it's just we moved yeah. the ball from we held them to under 250 yards of offense. Total. We did we did it. Oh, it's the only thing is the yards they got were down in the red zone because we moved them in there and they just scored. <laughs> and Mike said, bro, that story of a dad who veered off the road and plunged into a lake. They're saying that he hit the the back hatch for the two girls to swim out. Damn, and he ended up dying a couple weeks later. Crazy. He said, not their dad, but a dad. Crazy. Wow. I mean, it's fuck, dude. You want to know what's crazy? This is totally unrelated, right? But it got me to thinking about like destiny and like if this is your death, like your time or whatnot. Like it always makes me think about my. I got a cousin. She's half white. Her pops, right? Like a rock. He's like a rocker dude, but anybody he, he's a trucker. I say rocker because he had like his long hair and shit. But uh-huh. like he was a trucker, and he was driving on the five. You know what I mean? You know that uh-huh. five. You know all day, every day, right? Trucks. Yeah. Down, down. Some and then you know there's one point on the five where like it's just like it's you know there it's just dirt that separates the other side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was just another trucker on the other side. He he was a diabetic. This guy happened to just fall asleep on the fucking like going to a diabetic coma or whatever the fuck. 
and he just swerves to the other side to my cousin's dad. Bam! Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he died. He died on on impact. You know what I mean? But it's crazy because it's like if someone could have cut him off at one point and just veered. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. they would have hit the brakes one second. Just you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. It's like it kind of it's kind of trippy, right? When you think about that, like, damn, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like it just on the, <laughs> motherfucker on the other side just falls asleep, happens to be a diabetic, goes to some diabetic fucking, but his sugar was probably low, whatever. He just falls asleep on the wheel, bam, hits hits my my cousin's pops on the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> fucking crazy, man. Fucking crazy. Yeah. All right. Everybody be safe out there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Don't drink and drive. Don't drive when you're sleepy. All that kind of shit. Yeah. And uh, that's tight. Bakes a lot said that Emmett Smith went to pay him a visit in the hospital. That's nice. It's nice he did that. All right. Make sure you guys come back. Spencer the Guru is going to be back on in like 20 minutes, so we're going to get the hell up out of here. But we'll see you back for that, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow again for FNT. Peace out, everybody. Bung. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Stat quo, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they 